Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the culture, you know that my Doja culture game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the live. That is, of course, unless you so happen to not be listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, October 11th, 2017, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and with me, per usual, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins, Cam. What'd it do? What's going on, man? Yeah, a little this and a little that. How are things? Things are well. Things are well. It's just a great, cool Wednesday evening. It puts me in a, uh, it puts me in a different mood. Like these, we've had like this is our second day in a row of like kind of fall weather. It's just a different feeling, a different vibe. Feels great. Yeah, had to. Throwing some sweatpants today, the window's open, and it's a cool breeze coming through. A little, a little too chilly with just some regular ball shorts on. There's some sweats and some socks on. You know, but it's a it's a good transition before it gets, uh, well, if, if, it, if last year is anything, any indication, it was a pretty chill winter. It's pretty awesome. Actually, I wore shorts on Christmas Day. Um. But yeah, let's uh, let's hop to it. We are again. Um, hey, our show. Um, yeah, if you want to talk to Cam and I, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. We are here for the next. Two and a half hours at least. Um, so jump on the lines. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. We've got uh, one, two. We've got three non-VIPs and a VIP so far. So. Get your emails in, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. And uh, and Twitter, that's another way to get at us. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And we've got a decent amount of conversation. Going the last few days on the East Coast Cast page surrounding the poll question and that they're surrounding it. So, yeah, again, at East Coast Cast. And you can find us on Facebook, The Last Bastion of Good Adage. 
find the uh, Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And we definitely, certainly, oh, it was, uh, and we got an email from him too. Uh, Grand Rapids Mike uh, liked the page. I don't know what took him so long, but I'm not going to complain about that part. I'm glad he actually eventually got around to liking the page, which you all should do. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Share topics, wrestling wise, with us. You know how that that goes. Um, yeah, Cam. Uh, polls, headlines, will be at. Yeah, I mean, we'll go with the poll first. I, I think this is one of those times where it's probably not the biggest story because there were there were things that came out of Hamlet's show. We have to talk about there are happenings. Backstage stuff you can talk about. There's, there's a lot. Um, well, the cool thing, though, this is actually our biggest poll to date. Uh, I just saw that. That's what I've reacted to. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, shattered. Like, boom. Yeah, I think Fuck. Almost like, damn it, so now we got to get back to this number. Yeah, we, we <laughs> topped out somewhere around 600, I think, before, and we just had kind of perfect storm of things. We had a, a noteworthy pay-per-view. I think people are very receptive to SmackDown pay-per-view in general. And the timing, and the timing of the retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you get, you know, when, when you get, uh, when the synergy happens early, when, you're, uh, when your mm. company's behind you for the jump, it definitely uh, brings a certain level of visibility to the things you do. It's very nice. Um, yeah, 746 votes. Um, the poll was, it was really simple. It was, uh, what was the best match of uh, WWE telling itself? And overwhelmingly, um, 59% of the vote went to Usos uh, versus New Day, which is, I mean, really my favorite, that's been my favorite view probably in WWE this year. All due respect to, uh, you know, Roman and Braun. Um, probably my favorite feud of the year. Um, I think that they did a great job, not only with the match being creative, and, and I think that being violent in a way that's uncomfortable to watch. Um, and yeah, great, great Well, match. they didn't use and, they didn't use the Xavier cuffs over the head, uh, cuffs over his head spot where they wailed on his midsection in the you know long intro for SmackDown. Uh, like, why yeah. wouldn't you use that spot, though? Because it's 8.02 or 7.02 Central, and yeah. we can't go there this early. So they, yeah. so there's an indication that it was, it did get, you know, at times pretty... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, what I'm saying, it was, it was violent, but it wasn't turn your head away violent because I think this person's going to break their neck doing what they're doing. Mm. Like, it wasn't, you know, big time spot. Like, you know, they say that for shame. Uh, but no, uh, 59% of the vote went to that match. 37% went to uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, uh, which which I thought was was all right, you know, for what it was. It was um, I, and we'll talk about maybe some critiques we have of that. And 3% of the vote went to the triple threat match of the U.S. title with uh, Styles, Corbett, and Dillinger. And 1% was other. I think... Um, Two percent. Primary bro. match, yeah. Primary match they got other was I think the uh, the pre-show match between Benjamin uh, Gable and the High Bros. Uh, people weren't really yeah. into the Charlotte Natalia because that didn't really have a 
finish, um, I thought Dolph had uh, Dolph and Rude. I just thought it was kind of there. So I I get why you know I, I think the best match did win overwhelmingly. Um, yeah, and, and so so here we are. That's the yeah, that's the poll. Um, I think it, it, in a perfect world that match might close the show, but I also think that the angle that they had at the end of Kevin Owens and Shane was, is noteworthy enough to still get that, that billing. And I think um, we, we'll talk about it, but I want to give WWE a lot of credit for what they built through that and what they did on SmackDown, that match. Like it just, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to be dissected there. Yeah, and the Usos New Day match, that's the uh, one I voted for, so um, I'm a part of that 59%. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I just don't know the type of person to vote for anything besides those two matches. I mean, it's, well, no, I mean, and at least a, it's, there's a, there's a case to be made for that triple threat U.S. title match. Like, there are people that we talk to, um, well, I might talk to them more than you, but have, have told me, like, flat out, like, the Usos don't do anything for them. And I don't understand the reasoning. I think, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of a situation where, and this is me projecting, this isn't how the actual conversations are, but I think they are good at tag team wrestling in a way that they don't stand out as individuals, and I think that that's rare now among tag teams. Like, they, the two of them do have a very, very similar style. They have the same look. Um, they have a rhythm that other teams don't have. Like, it's not a mishmash. It's not uh, a long, built-up story for why these guys are a team. Like, they're just a well-oiled, cohesive unit that always has good matches. And for whatever reason, I think that turns people off. That's the weirdest thing to say, to compliment them on all these things that they do. But I do think, like, some people just kind of resent being good and not having anything else around them. They're just good. Um, but, no, I think I, – I don't know how you watch SmackDown for the last, I don't know, three, four months, and really um, right after WrestleMania. Like, I don't see how you watch that and don't see that uh, – and I say after WrestleMania, Trav, you got to help me out here. But – I don't see how you look at them from the time that American Alpha debuted on SmackDown and not see yeah. just how good they've been. Like just, yeah, just since that time, they've been phenomenal. Here, that was last July. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't see how you don't recognize the greatness there, and they just and they found the perfect opponents in New Day, and they've just it's just been great. Yeah, I mean, and when when they when they switched up, it was it it was it was a it, it made sense character wise. Like we had seen them do the, you know, the come out and do the the chant, you know, the Samoan mm-hmm. chant, battle chant, and the colorful half and half face paint for years at, at that point, mm-hmm. and it was it was time for a change, and they did it or it happened organically, and and psychologically sound like everybody bought in to why they had a change of a change of you know character because it was like slowly but surely and now they're fully formed and with the help of new day because they were there they were there they were there 
but he mm-hmm. didn't really, you know, what what really are the Usos? And then they added mm-hmm. the whole Uso penitentiary stuff and started getting that <clears throat> that rap that talk down more and that whole music change. And it was like, okay, this is a this is a fully formed act now. Yeah, and the flip side of that is that. Like, they gave the New Day that in-ring credibility that, you know, was missing. Um, yeah, I look, di- I look, at, his, I look been... at Xavier Woods different now. Yeah. And, 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 and it was before that they had. he took the punishment. Um, it was before he took the punishment, like, from in Hell in a Cell. But just yeah. the fact that he was, at, like, at the beginning of Hell in a Cell, and I was like, oh, it's Woods and not not Kofi. Not Kofi, I didn't, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't immediately go like, oh, like fuck, this is. You and know. they've been, and really ever since that Bray Wyatt match that he lost, um, they've been like that's when it first kind of came out that he was the one that that might have been the weak link. That's what the story was, and then that first title match that they have when they beat the Usos, when he has that that great match culminated with that uh, handspring elbow. elbow drop, or with the uh, yeah. not handspring but springboard elbow drop, like that's just. You know, solidified him. You know, in ring, it just uh, just great for both teams. And yeah, it's you know, one of those it's, things it's that hard to live happen, up. Once it happens, like once you get over in either a certain way, or you know, it's like like Orton, like he's always going to get that like star pop because he's been around, he's past the threshold of being known by everybody and just a mainstay. That when you hear that music, you just you know, boom. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> how he's performing or if he's anything worthwhile. It's just star pop. Uh, mm-hmm. But, it's yeah, once you cross the threshold and people accept you once, it's like in their head, like, oh, no, I don't even have to think about that anymore. I don't think about his credibility in the ring. I don't think about him. I don't, Even though it did, I don't think about him being in the matches, teleporting, or, uh, 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 Telegraphing uh, the finish, and that's what happened here. He's the one that So, so yeah. So yeah, yeah good old good. And just kind of kind of put a pin in that, so we don't so we don't lose it. I mean, they, um, yeah, great, great feud. And, you know, when they make the stipulation, this is the last time that these two teams will get to face off for the tag titles, you wonder what, like, how are they going to finish this? Like, how is this going to be over? I kind of thought we might well, was something on. Well, no, can I, let, me, let me finish. I kind of thought oh. that we would maybe see something that night of an interaction between them, like, you know, after the match, gaps or handshakes. But I think it's good that they held that off until the next night uh, because yeah. you get time to kind Especially of wind down. And, yeah, and it, it might not make sense in the moment, like we're been beating you up with Kindle sticks the whole match. We can't really, you know, carry each other out of here. But, no, they said, like – Three days later, those, after yeah, the ice pack and after the, the, the bruises go down a little bit, you're like – like he said in his promo, only one team is feeling – can know what we're going through. Yeah. And they, I mean, they said it like, and it, it's interesting. They had the Usos. They alluded to, without saying it exactly, like that we were the two best tag teams in in WWE. 
Like they had you mean? to relegate really like, SmackDown Live. They, they had to relegate really SmackDown Live. They didn't get the second. They were. They, they, they flat out came out and was like, "Yeah, no, we're the best." <laughs> but no, everybody else um, sucks. The, the Usos was like, yeah. "Everybody else kind of sucks, yeah. right?" They I'm had like, damn. They had to limit it to SmackDown. They didn't get the same, which is but, weird. But, I mean, um, but I don't know why, why that happened. But they, um, no, I mean, what he really said was, like you said, nobody can really speak to what we're going through. It talked about how long they've been as good as they've been. And, you know, it was just respect at the end. Like, it was, it was great. Um, I think that, that's how these two teams, like, that have been through that should, you know, should treat each other. And now it doesn't make um, the New Day out to be less. You know what I mean? Um, even though they, you know, the Usos had the spotlight that night, like, New Day can jump into a feud with somebody. Like, I was talking to somebody, like, you know, um, and they were talking to Shahid, and was like, yo, um, I mean, really? You know, Kofi can go out and challenge gender if they have to. Like, they, I think that even though they're stars, I think this feud does give them the in-ring clout for them to be able to do things as individuals, even if they're still a unit. Um, and that'd be really believable. Um, yeah, just I, I thought they, it, the, the feud was great. Um, the contrast between the teams, the Usos being very, very serious, you know, the New Day having their fun, and then when they get in the ring, they put on these great matches, and then at the end, you know, having that mutual respect. Like, I think it was just, everything was just really well done. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I think that's the best feud of the year um, because I think it was executed so well. And not just the stuff that didn't happen in the ring, but the, the in-ring product and the competition you got. I don't think anything other than maybe, uh, you know, Roman Braun has really paralleled that. And that is yeah, those are a two. running feud the whole time. Like, if, yeah, I, I don't think anything else can really be in the running a feud of the year. Those those are the two you go with. And I just love nothing else even comes to the other one was. Yeah. I mean, uh, Shane, AJ, like, eh, maybe. You know, there's like Bray and Finn, but that's not as you know. And then Alexa Bailey didn't play out great. Like there's you know, this is it's one of those two. And I just think the Usos and uh, the Usos in the New Day is, is the one that that I think it's going to be interesting talking about that over the next two months to see how people feel about that. For sure. How'd you uh, how'd you uh, what do you think of the New Day coming out and dancing and Kind of just, you know. I mean, still being themselves, but even with, the, I mean, they were even, you know, kind of low key. Like their movements were less than they typically are. You know, they're out there in the sea sure. level lure, um, you know, not ready for and competition. And Kofi was the only one that, um, you know, that was actually like running around and stuff. Cause. Exactly, exactly. Because the other two, you know, had, had gone through it. Like it was just, uh, yeah, I think. Everybody just executed everything so well. Um, and then even, you know, when they get to promo time, but everybody's sucking. And then when Uso was about to go in on Brizango, and it was like, no, 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 Brizango's cool. Like, it was just, you know, they still had the comedic timing. It was, it was good. Just, I, I just don't have – I don't have a lot of things. And the crowd was right there with really about this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crowd loves Brizango. Like, that's <laughs> – Uso's like, we love Fashion Files. We rock with Fashion Files every week. It was really good. It was fun. All right, let's uh, see who's on the line. The chat room is open, by the way. Um, let's, uh, you know what, let's start things off up in uh, North Jersey. Open things with Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's going on? What up? Tony Mine. 
not much Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Oh, doing good. all right. Yeah. Great. What's up? Great. What's up? So, my questions for this week concern the title match, some of the title matches which we seen on Sunday and potential scenarios for next development in those title matches. I'm going to start with the tag team title match. Did WWE decide to place the tag team titles back on the Usos to have them on a heel team for the express purpose of having them lose them to Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable down the road. Question number one. Well, the joke is, I don't think the Usos are a heel team anymore. I, I really don't. Um, I don't think they're facing, but I think they're face adjacent. Like, a, a true heel team doesn't, you know, physically destroy their uh, the competition and then show them respect the coming Tuesday. Like, think about what Brock Lesnar and uh, and Goldberg went through, and they slandered uh, Goldberg all the next Monday right after WrestleMania. Um, and I was liking it to... Um, Jeff Hardy and Undertaker's title match on Raw, where Undertaker kind of digs up Jeff Hardy after the match. Like, from that point on, like, he wasn't a full-out heel. He was like, yeah, he's close to it. But, no, I don't I don't think that they kept the title on them just to have them job to Gable and, uh, and Benjamin as heels. I just think that's going to be kind of a continuation of this top competition versus top competition that they have going. Like, I think there's what? How many heel teams are there on SmackDown right now? And there's like what the 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 Bludgeon Brothers and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens if they're a heel team. Like the tag division at this point seems more based on competition than anything. Like we thought we were gonna get a split between uh, High Bros. We like that looked like that was coming. I don't know if that's still like in the wings right now, but no, I really don't think at least in the in the way you're framing it, that it's the case, because I don't see them as true heels now, um, just because they seem to have kind of graduated from that here on Tuesday. That, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, I, I think they're still, I think they're still a heel team. I think they'll wrestle like heels against Benjamin and 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 Gable. Um, I get totally get why you, you know you explained it well, uh, but but I I would still uh, say that they put them on them because they're more babyface teams to or not really I don't know there's New Day doesn't need those titles to be like over so yeah that's a reason not to have them on the New Day and. Uh, 
And I was I would say since the division is is, is as weak as it is, it's really all about just getting a team set up to be able to feud with the Usos for the next you know, for the rest of the year, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like the new day took up the last three, four months basically with the like when did they come over in that split, right? Or in the in the in the track? Was it? Uh, right after, right after Mania. Right. Yeah, the, the shake up, right? Not the split, the shake up. So, and pretty much the whole time they've been feud with, <laughs> feud with the Usos. Uh, I think that's the formula. I don't think Gable and Benjamin would be able to do. Obviously, they wouldn't be able to do what they do, but. I think a two-month thing. I think they could get to December. Be the end of the year. And then hopefully somebody else is there. And, you know, Brizango had their TV stuff. And, you know, but as far as actual formidable teams that are going to, you know, try to draw with. Yeah, I think I think that's the template. And maybe at the end of uh, maybe at the end of this, you know, at the end of uh, you know, Gable and Benjamin had the titles, and then the Bludgeon Brothers are there to to you know feud with them for the next however. Oh, and here's the thing: we've seen how good um, a feud between Harper and Rowan and the Usos can be. So you know, with them in the wings. Like that that can be really good because it's been good already with the uh with the Usos as the face team. Like that was you know, that that was the SmackDown division for a good three, four months for a while. So yeah. Or the tag division I should say, yeah. Yeah. All right, Kylan, what's your other one? And my second question concerns the WWE championship match. With WWE doing a tour of India in December and assumably wanting Jinder Mahal to hold the title until said tour. Which of these dates is Jinder more likely to lose the WWE title on? The Royal Rumble or... WrestleMania on April the eighth. Yeah, I'm going with the Rumble. It's yeah. I mean, I'm checking that. I think in, in a lot of ways, I'm just completely checked out. Like, all right, well, I guess you know, not completely because I'm still watching SmackDown, but certainly not. Uh, not to see what's happening in the in the. I mean, there's main events that just. Not the world title. And you know, so, I think they yeah, know. Um, I think WWE knows. I think there's a reason why, you know, gender wasn't really featured on the show. I think, um, and and this is the thing. Like, I'm not of the uh, the portion of the audience that's like, please just get the title off him now. I don't want to see him. Like, I understand it's a process you know, I am. where you know, if you can, and, and I understand that. It's a process where, you know, we can have this guy who's Indian 
Um, we can do dates in India, and we think we'll get more money and more visibility with him being a champion by then. I get that, um, so I understand like it's a long game. However, like, I can't pretend like, you know, as, as bad as I talk about Randy Orton, Randy Orton is still good in the ring if he's not lazy at times. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura is amazing in the ring. AJ Styles is amazing in the ring. Um, you know, Dolph Ziggler is mid in the ring, um, but he's good. You know, Jinder Mahal is not good in the ring. Like, I can't, I can't fine. pretending like, no, but, but this is the thing, though. He's fine, but he's fine and formulaic. Like, they use the, the Singh brothers as a crutch. It's some type of distraction, then he hits the finisher. Like, he's fine, but he's just not, he's not doing anything appealing. Um, I think they hurt him with that the promo that people were like, that's too much. Like, I think they took away from what he was doing at that point. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm okay playing the waiting game, but I can't pretend like there aren't other people who are, and I'm going to use the term more deserving, and by that I mean better in the ring and would make more money. Like, I <laughs> that that's more deserving to me. Um, yeah, for sure. But there are other guys I'd rather see in that spot, but I think they get that, which is why, they have been using him sparingly as far as in the ring. I think they know what they have. I think they're going to take these dates to get this money, and then I think we're headed to uh, a matchup between two better wrestlers from WrestleMania. And so I think that does mean, like you said, Trav, um, and like you suggested, Kyle, them getting the title off him at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it has to be. You cannot go into WrestleMania – with, with, you know, you can't have the t- WWE title match be as insignificant as a Jinder Mahal title defense would be. You can't have that at WrestleMania. We we said the same thing about JBL too in 2004. But JBL excelled at one thing. And he was like mediocre at the other, but mediocre in a in a way that also encompassed twenty years of experience. So it's like you know he knows it. He got all the little things down, timing and all that. It's just hey, the the athletic part just isn't there. But he had everything else. PDO was an unlikely choice, but JBL, like you said, like I wanted to watch SmackDown to see what stunt JBL and the cabinet were going to pull on John Cena. I'm not right. tuning in to see Jinder Mahal's latest promo. Like After that first month or so, it was just like we're not doing anything new. We're not breaking any ground here. Like He's not doing anything interesting. Um, yeah, I, it, it didn't happen with – it looks like maybe it's not going to happen with Nakamura. Maybe Nakamura – like, I feel like Nakamura or AJ beats him at the Rumble, and then Nakamura, and now I'm feeling more like AJ based on, you know, recent developments, but one of them wins the Rumble, so Nakamura wins the Rumble. You get AJ, uh, Nakamura at the Rumble, or at WrestleMania, and boom, we're, we're back to where we need to be. And then do you have Nakamura go over AJ at Mania? Play that all the way out? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you do, um, because like, I think Nakamura is really really good. Um, but we know for a fact that AJ can prosper 
as a top, like as a top attraction, and people want to see his matches. People ran a rave about him without that title on him. Like he can't be AJ. I, I think at this point, really cannot be elevated with the title, even though he can elevate the title. So I think you know if if you're looking at doing something to shake things up, if you want to test the waters, you put the title on Nakamura at Mania, and then if it doesn't work out, you still have AJ there. Yeah, good point. Appreciate the call, Kylan. As always, I'm going to keep it moving here. Check a tweet. Uh, Sophie Kingston concerned about the condition of... What, hurt? Of Sophie Kingston describes what it was like to be... Oh, to be helplessly watch his partners. Oh, okay. Just describe it. I had to figure somebody was really going through it. I was like, wait a minute. But apparently it's good. Okay. Rich shared it, said it was. So. Um, That's. uh, yeah, let's uh, move on to... You know what? Let me knock one of these emails out of, out of here. Jabron uh, uh, chimes in. Uh, where's Jabron from again? I forget. Do you remember? Can't call it. Uh, yeah, damn. Where are you from again, Jabron? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Jabron says, what up, fellas? My question's... Uh, for y'all this week is where does WWE go in the next few years? We okay. Uh, we've seen them signing pretty much all the ROH talent, top talent. But do you feel they'll act? They'll actively use them and make them stars on the main roster, or are they just signing them so ROH doesn't have them anymore? Because uh, it's starting to look like to me. But I could be wrong. Well, I mean. Maybe a day or so ago, I would have said, uh, you know. So something happened with uh, the Bullet Club today. Uh, Oh, oh, Jimmy Jacobs isn't working. I guess got fired because of the uh, Bullet Club stunt from a week or two ago. Oh, wow. From, from From the limo gate? The stu- the 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 picture, the photo ops. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Which how do you interpret that? WWE being petty as fuck. Mm. I mean unless Jimmy like I don't know, was in on it in some weird way, well why you know, like it, I mean, it has to be. No, but what I'm saying is WWE being petty, but how, how does that uh, tie into what you think about in time as all? Well? Hey, that, that's what I'm asking. Oh, just it just made me, it just, oh, maybe my synapses just connected reading his ROH, you know. Is it them, you know, mm-hmm. signing up, you know, for, I, I, I don't know. It just, <laughs> just weirdly connected it. Um, it's just, it just seems, it just seems petty. But yeah, that's yeah. a that's a whole different thing. But that I don't know a ton about because I just saw it. 
on Twitter and before, right before the show started. So uh, if I you mean, know about it, I, let I me know. Tweet it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to project main roster right now because, like, we see how effective how effectively these guys are used in NXT, um, and then it's hard to project. Like, I think we need to know who's kind of pushing for the signings. Like, like Adam Cole is about to, you know, headline the this NXT pay-per-view that we're all hype about this war games, you know. Um, a guy like Leo Rush, um, even though he didn't actually um, have that match, like, he was hyped up a lot building up to the match last Wednesday night. Um, You know, my my question is this, like, in relation to the ROH guys, the biggest difference now is WWE has a full-blown farm league, and they're bringing their own guys up, um, even though they're signing more guys from outside. So it's hard to speak to if guys from a certain promotion are going to get a push because, We've seen guys treated great and guys mishandled here, you know, over the last year. Like, you know, Travis, here we are, um, the end of 2017, talking about Nakamura's first title run coming in 2018. You know, like... That, well, that in and of itself isn't... Uh, I mean, well, no, this is, who's to this say this is what it is. come right in and win the thing or... You know, so it that in and of itself, it's more how he's been presented. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I don't, don't get fixated on the title portion. What I'm saying is this. In NXT, he was a buzzsaw. Like, he had um, either the top or second-to-top match of 2016, him and Sami Zayn um, in NXT. So, again, like I'm saying, it's hard to protect main roster because we see these guys treated great and treated as big deals on NXT, then they get to the next level and things happen. So I don't know if they're signing guys with the hopes that they become the next big main roster superstar. I think they sign guys based on talent, and then at one level they know how to really prop them up um, come NXT. But so much, so many things happen. There's so much transition. There's so many different, um, you know, so many different hands in the pot as far as once you get to the main roster and different things they have to do based on injury, based on location now, as far as the gender things go, it's just so hard to project out. I think they sign guys with the intention of using them properly, um, but I do think that that can fall to the wayside, and we've seen lots of examples of that um, with guys transitioning from being signed to NXT to WWE. It's just uh, there's so many variables, I can't really speak to it one way or another is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, where do you see them in the next few years as far as that? Uh, I mean, I, those guys, Cole and Fish and 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 uh, O'Reilly, just showed up. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I think we're getting, getting forgetting that 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 NXT isn't. You know, it's like you have to do things in NXT. It's not just some guarantee you're going to get, you know, you're going to get get called up eventually. You might not. Mm-hmm. So, I think those guys are going to be down there for a while. I think they're yeah, they're going to be in NXT for a, a decent amount because I, I don't see, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think the earliest 
think of his name, McIntyre, comes up yeah, is the Aftermania. Yeah. Yeah. So he's an Aftermania guy, and, you know, maybe Jose. You know, no way Jose comes up as well. And then those, and then Cole and Fish and those guys are going to be positioned to be NXT. So, and and then a year from then, we can start talking about or thinking about, you know, which will be two years from now or whatever. I mean, it, it, I think we should just uh, give those guys a chance to be good in NXT and draw in NXT and put on good matches in NXT and then start thinking and then assess the main roster needs and what, what's happening then, you know, in a year or two. And then say, hey, where does Cole and Fish and O'Reilly fit on the main roster, if at all? But right now, it's just a little too early. Um my other question for y'all is I'm a fan of Spawn and Venom. Do y'all think, or do y'all ever see them do, oh, this is crazy, because he sent it like two hours after I found out. Yes, they are. Do y'all think they're ever seen, do y'all ever see them doing a remake of the Spawn movie from the early 90s, late 90s, 97, uh, or do you see them maybe making a movie for Venom? I'm not much of a comic book reader, so I figure you guys would maybe have some answers for me uh, or thoughts on the two characters. Thanks, fellas. I'm listening to the show. I'll be listening to the show. Cool. Appreciate you, Brian. Appreciate that, Jabron, um, as always. Uh, yeah, so did you hear that they're doing uh, another Spawn movie? I've, I've been hearing that forever. Um, oh, is it, is it oh did you know point? for sure? Apparently, like no, so now it is. I mean, yeah, they've they been yeah. talking about. It. I think that's a, um, a great. I was, um, I had Spawn comics growing up. Um, Spawn Batman is one of my favorite crossover comics ever. Um, just really well done. Uh, and yeah, I had Spawn action figures. Um, I was a big fan as a kid. Uh, but so yeah, it's cool. And then of course, um, they're definitely doing a better movie with uh. With Tom Hardy, that's definitely happening. Um, so yeah, look, hmm. I, the Venom movie, I'm not hype about, but I still think it's going to be, you know, pretty cool. Is that because um, it's like a Sony thing or something? Yeah, I mean, Venom is just—I I don't know if it's a character. It's a character that I don't think warrants its own comic if it's not in relation to Spider-Man. And if Spider-Man's not in the Venom movie, like early on, then what do I care about the Venom movie? It's, it's weird. Uh, uh, but Tom Hardy which, is very good. Which um, Venom is he going to play? I'm pretty sure he's Eddie Brock. Um, okay. So OG Venom. Like I don't like for them to do Matt Gargan from the jump. They'd have to. That'd be weird. They'd have to do a lot. Um, and you can't do that until you do the Sinister Six. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, that should be cool. I think. Yeah, I. Didn't know a ton about Spawn. I didn't wasn't in the comic books like throughout high school in the nineties and stuff. So um, it wasn't until the movie came out in ninety seven. Uh, Which doesn't uh, have you watched that anytime recently? I think maybe in the last you know five years I have. 
man, doesn't hold up great. Um, I like it. You know, it's I still have a, but I get like yes, no, it doesn't. It's like doesn't uh, visually, it's 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 okay. You you understand like oh, this is you know, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of like reek of. Yeah, there are a few movies like I think Terminator Two is the movie I always reference that was made a long time ago that you could have told me it was made, you know, a year ago. Not a year ago, but like what, five two? years oh, ago. Terminator. Like, okay. Yeah. Two, like, that's visually just always going to look great. Um, whatever it's like, that, that's just a beautiful movie. There's some movies like that. Spawn ain't really one, and then, did, like... Hey, did, did you... I, 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 so Comic Book Girl 19 did an entire video about this, and, like, that's how I found out. Like, when she said it, I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's official. Um, but she talked about all the money being blown on... On, on a violator? Some, on violator, yeah. Yeah. And they had no money left to do anything else. And the rest yeah. of the movie suffered visually because... Because they just didn't have the budget for it after they after they did everything with Violator, so yeah, that that should be uh, mentioned. <laughs> but it does reek of a movie that was like had eight like like that had an idea and it just got completely corrupted, and everybody had somebody was either trying to please a bunch of people or something or a bunch of people had their hands in it and wanted to go in this direction, wanted to, some wanted to go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Had so much potential. And, and at 17, you know, and you're whatever, 11. You know, did you see it when it first came out? Were you allowed? Like, was that a okay Yeah. Thing? That is one I was oh, yeah. allowed to catch early because my stepdad was a big fan, too. So, see, I got to see that one. Um, but yeah, that's, it's still um, like I said, it doesn't hold up great. Um, I think it's still pretty good for its time. Um, just some of the some of the performances were a little handy, but I mean, Michael, think about Michael Jai White. He could still play Spawn right now if he needed to. And that's, I mean, you know, was, that was my next question. If it's going to be him, well, should it be? And if not. How do you work him into that? Because he's got to have a part. Yeah, he's got to be like. I think. I mean, I mean, he don't have to be like the main villain or anything like that, but he's got to. Got to do something. Yeah, you just make you just make him chapel, and you got it. You just make him chapel, and then have a have a new guy be spawned, and you could. Like him playing like his own evil counterpart would be really interesting. Uh, what's his face? Um, who's the new guy? The boxer, Creed guy. Everybody. Oh, oh you can't. No, you can't put uh, Michael B. Jordan in there. <laughs> can't do Michael B. Jordan. He's um. I think he's like even though he's a grown man, I think he's still too young. He's gonna play that role. <laughs> um, yeah. it's weird. And the thing is, they're probably. I, I wonder how Mike, uh, uh, Michael Jai White was when in '97. Yeah. It's just the fact that we were kids and everybody looks older. Yep. They'd be like, oh, yeah, so Michael like, Jai White was 28. Oh, how old is Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, Michael B. Like George's 29. Like, he's somewhere. probably a year older yeah, now. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
He doesn't like he aged his day from uh from that to Dark Knight. So yeah. Jabron, appreciate the email again. Uh, some good topics. Uh, have you have you reread anything lately? Uh, nothing, nothing here recently. Purple Man's back in Jessica Jones. I, I remember you being so surprised he was actually purple. That was funny. He's purple. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, no, hey, he wait was, a second. That ain't no, British it. homie from the uh, from the show looks. Yeah, <laughs> they never. Saying, uh, they never even hinted it. Not purple. Oh, no, he, 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 or maybe he, he, they he did hint at purple. it, and I didn't. I didn't get it. Like in the in the market. He went purple Netflix. like late in the show, but yeah, for a second. Yeah. 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 He, he's purple. Um. All right. Let's. Uh, I don't know, maybe this is Craig. One 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 one. Who's this? Man, it's Craig, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Not a lot. How about you? You know, a little this, a little that. It's on your mind. My my headphones uh headphones like half of them went out, so I didn't know if the uh microphone still worked or what. Anyway, I shouted you guys out on Sunday night on the uh, the uh, call-in show, the wrestling night in America. Because uh, I called it. Yeah. Because I called it last week on on your on your show, the 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 uh, Sami Zayn. Heel turn. You did. That you did. See, now I'm going to go and then through after, the about how Sami Zayn is a, a heel and how he made a great case for himself oh and how he, yeah, his energy was, was the same and how he came out dancing to his music and stuff like, hey, I'm Sami Zayn. I, I did what was right. <laughs> well, I guess in the sense that the Usos are, are not – Really heels either. I guess that makes oh, that's sense. Different. <laughs> now, I, I do get anyway. what you're saying about the Usos, though, because uh, if you notice, they stopped doing that um, that move they were doing at first, where the one they would the one guy would hold the guy, and then the other one would jump up and like stomp the back mm. of his calf. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be in the Oh, they yeah. They stopped doing it. Yeah, okay. Um, but, Craig, I mean, it's a great time. It's as good a time as any to really talk about that. Um, you know, I, I thought they told a great story with Shane McMahon having this issue with, with Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens' thing being like Shane McMahon is selfish and doesn't care, and then you stop to think about it, like our criticisms, and I'll say our, my criticisms of Shane McMahon being, you know, a guy who takes these crazy bumps but then gets the big vacation and has permission to do moves other guys can't, and, you know, it kind of played into what they were saying about him being selfish, and when a a non-wrestler, you know, a part owner, as it were, um, takes issue with a wrestler to the fact that they want to wrestle them in these matches that take time off their career, 
Sami Zayn had a point, you know. And like Travis said, he was still smiling, dancing Sami Zayn, and it's just like, hey, like, I did what I felt was right. Like Kevin Owens and I might not like each other, but we're still wrestlers, and us treating each other like this is different than management treating each other like this. So yeah, I thought it was uh, thought it was really cool. Like, I really thought it was. I loved it. And at the time, when he made the move, none of us like, that were in my section, no one saw that it was Sammy until they showed it on the replay. Listen, I'm forgetting the that, was, that, was, yeah. that, was, that was one of the best directing slash camera work you can that's 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 top notch that's how it's done and, in that was, situation for you, for pro wrestling have, it's like a unique you know uh, way of shooting a, a, a thing it was spectacular the way the cameraman had to come around this corner and then look up and zoom in oh shit and the look Sammy Zayn had on his face was just perfect and elevated the moment it was some good good behind the scenes technical work. <laughs> have you gone have you gone back to watch it since you first saw it? I've seen it a few times. Uh well, no. have, have you seen it the live like right at you know, uh just rewind that on your uh WWE network. Not like no. replay. But like I haven't watched okay. it like that. I just watched it before uh East Coast cast came on. I wanted to rewatch the whole thing with the commentary. And Sami Zayn pops up at the bottom of the screen with 30 seconds, 30 seconds before he's in that little spot right at the edge of the table. You see him just pop up. So, like, he's standing there for, like, 30 seconds, or he's crouching there for, like, 30 seconds. So, like, everybody in the front row right by the tables saw it. But no one saw it on like like the, no one was thinking about it live. They all probably right, right. thought he was Looking like a up cameraman. Shane McMahon that, climbing up to the thing. Right, right. It was it was really funny to watch because I'm like I want to see where he shows up, and he showed up a full thirty seconds before he drove off the thing. And I, I thought it was really neat the way the whole thing went and how none of us knew. And the in the I mean aside from those people that were right there. No one knew. And then we were like, what the hell is that? Yeah, that was some good did you guys, did you guys think? Did you guys think the match was too long? Because I've heard a lot of people bitching about it. Well, that probably, I didn't think it, it was a bit long. Yes. It was, it was, the the match part, the, the match, like the running and punching and stuff was, like mediocre because it's Shane McMahon and he's not a good wrestler and good wrestlers have to sell for him and it looks stupid and unbelievable. But then the on top of the cage stuff, the whole time it's just this anxiety ridden riddled kind of experience where it's like that I thought was too long. Like they spent way too much time up on the up on that top of the cell. Just because of my nerves like that, like not because of match structure or anything like no, because you're up there too long, too many doing too many things that have an opportunity of going to to go wrong. And I even tweeted yeah. like I haven't felt like this watching a match 
since that elevation, that first Elevation X match with Rhino and AJ, I think. Um, some maybe that was the second one. I don't remember. Yeah, but AJ was in it, and uh, yeah, it's just not a good good feeling. It's like uh, fuck, like, yeah. Then, and Craig, the other thing, like it was a legit three and a half hour pay per view. Uh, four hours if you're watching. Yeah, then they went way over. Like, it took a long time. Yeah. I don't know that, how they that's that one thing do, that I I'm not watching. Yet. I don't understand how they get away with that on pay-per-view now. Like, there's still regular pay-per-view. Don't they have stuff after it? I mean, do they just... And now with the least least amount of power left on pay-per-view, because, you know, pay-per-view money is not making as much money off them, so they should... They should they, they're not you know, willing to do what WWE says less, you know, or they should be, whatever. Um, so you would think the pay-per-view companies would be like, nah, you got to chill. You can't keep doing this. But they keep doing it. Like, what's it like to for the pay-per-view audience? Like, I'm glad I'm not that yeah, That sounds like something a good uh, a wrestling media news organization should investigate. That'd be, you know... That is well, that it's it's be the, an interesting thing to find some details on. Put my right, best man on it. If said organization wanted to pay for me to get cable, then pay for me to get pay per views consistently to. Oh, I, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking research. about Rich. Rich should probably get get on that. He likes to deep dive in that. Oh, <laughs> well okay. done. Well done. Rich is on the line. What do you like to do? Huh? Well done. Uh, yeah, no, at the time though, we didn't, we didn't even I, I, like at, I didn't even notice what time it was. Nothing. I just knew, the only the only thing I knew what time it was, as far as like matches and things were going, is because they said I asked the bartender when the last call was because I had the bar was right behind my seats, like I had like the best seat in the house. It was right in front of the bar and, like, right in the middle of the thing. I put a picture up. but um, So I asked her, when's the last call? And she goes, it's like a half hour before the the thing ends. So I'm like, oh, so it's the main event. And so when Dolph and uh, – what's his face? Dolph and Rube came on, Not I was like, really, okay, last yeah. call. And and I got my last call. That was neat. But, um, but it, when, I, when I found out, it was three and a half hours. And then I found out the last match was, like, 35 minutes. I just didn't even notice, and because everything well, that's was good just... for for them, yeah, that you weren't sitting there, you know, like bored and counting the minutes down, because that certainly yeah, how it was for us in like, Dallas last year. It's like hurry oh, for up with this show, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't help that they were ending in it with a with a dud match nobody wanted to see, and it turned out to be a relatively dud match to actually sit and watch. Yeah. That's what I think every time they, uh, like, there's an Undertaker, yeah, Roman, Undertaker, uh, Triple H, any any kind of thing is like, if I don't want to see it, I'm not going to stay for it. I'll just, you know, leave. Like, if I was at the WrestleMania this year, I would have left before that Undertaker-Roman match because I didn't care about either of them. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. You're absurd, Greg. I, I just it's it's 
an 80-year-old dude facing a guy I don't really care about. So, ah. I, I, so unnecessary. I'm just and, and I would do the same thing. I I would do the same thing next year too if if it was Roman and Brock. I don't care. Brock's gonna do like 18 suplexes. Roman's gonna yeah, win. That's the thing. I don't and, care about Triple H Roman either at Dallas, but you know, sat my ass there and <laughs> watched it 300 goddamn dollars for that ticket. <laughs> no, because no, I it was the same thing for this one. I've never been to a pay-per-view. This was my first pay-per-view. And oh, cool. when when Randy Orton and Rusev, that match was coming up, I was like, all right, piss break. And I get to go to the uh, concession stand. I got me a chicken pita, and I went to the souvenir stand. And by the time I got back, the match was over because I didn't care right. about watching Randy <laughs> freaking Orton. That's different. Sure. I mean, I totally understand that. <laughs> and you said that merchandise was about sold out, right? Oh, it was also about that when I got to the when I got to the table, and it was early too. That match was early. Um, they only had like a couple extra large shirts left, and they and some of the people got them. You know these fat shaming people with their t-shirts. You know they don't they don't sell any t-shirts that fit me. So I I bought a program because I was sitting next to a kid, a fourteen year old kid, and uh, he had only gotten into wrestling looking at the old uh, Attitude Era stuff. He hadn't never he hadn't really gotten into the newer stuff, but he was really getting into the show. And he was there with his dad. So I went to the stand and I got a I got a program um for the event. And I was like, I I can't get a shirt cuz there's nothing that fits me. So I got a program and I was like walking back to the thing and I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to give it to this kid." <laughs> and so I gave it to the kid. And he was like, oh, cool. He's really into it. We all got along that in our section. Yeah, you're nicer than me. Screw that kid. $10. program. Oh, it was, it was $15, yeah. Yeah. It was nice, yeah. too. It was thick. It was like a yearbook. It was thick, huh? It was thick. <laughs> it was fat. Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, I don't. I don't really have any notes yeah. or anything written down or anything. But uh, I would like to hear about your that um, tiny honey coach if you want to talk about that, and I'll get off the line because I, I <laughs> yeah. Why, why would we That's what I said, isn't it? I don't understand what specifically so he, do you want to. So yeah, talk I, about, yeah. Uh, why would we talk about coach? You said he's making a comic book, and it, I I like him, oh. and I don't yeah. really know comics. So. Oh, well, ask me and Rick. I mean, we can talk here. about it here, but that's that's usually like a... Yeah, that's... Hey, VIP, baby. Okay, well... Yep, yeah. I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll write a VIP email about it then. <laughs> Exclusive. Although I am hyped about it. So. I All right, noticed. Craig, get the hell out of here. All right. Thanks. Let him up. Yeah, yeah. ta Coates is writing a storm book. Uh confirmed today, I guess. Um, also, Jeff uh, on uh, on Twitter, JJ, the enthusiast, he says uh, McFarlane's going to be doing the reboot of the movie. So. Oh, nice. 
I didn't know. I didn't. What he wasn't. He didn't do the first one, the '97 one. Well, no, no. Just saying, like he will be doing this one. So it's not like it's going to, uh, you know, different. Somebody people. else is doing. It. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's talk to Willis, I believe. Willis, what's, what's going on? Same old, same old bullshit. Sitting here laughing at Raw and SmackDown the last couple of days. Laughing about how everybody now, Shield fans, all of a sudden that who was booing Roman Reigns until he got back with the Shield. Oh, that shit is fucking hilarious. And as soon as they break, as soon as they break up again and they're going to realize Roman going to win the Rumble again, and they're going to be in Philadelphia, they're going to boot the shit out of his ass again, so... Well, we uh, already told you Shinsuke's winning the Rumble, so you don't have to worry about that. I, it, it, it would be nice. It would be nice, but they ain't thinking about no Shinsuke. They ain't thinking about no AJ. They ain't so thinking about no Finn Balor and no Bray Wyatt putting Bray Wyatt damn. under a damn trash bag and having him Voice modulated by somebody. It's an old timey stocking, have... not a trash bag. <laughs> yeah, by the same well, man, that was that was that was legs. <laughs> Whatever it was, man, they don't care about. Somebody grandma was like, "I know you ain't wearing my good stocking on your head." <laughs> they don't. They don't care about anybody booking right now. All they want to do is get Roman over. That's all they care about. They're gonna sacrifice six people. And that TLC match just to get one person over. That's ridiculous. I mean, hey. And especially with Cesaro with his mouth jacked up, I wouldn't. Hopefully, they take him out of the match because that joint, he ain't going to have no time to even heal his mouth. Even with a mouth guard in there, I wouldn't even chance him in the damn match. You yeah, gotta, gotta be careful with that. Yeah. So how many but, did he actually lose? No, he didn't Two. lose none. The, the they went up. Teeth went went up in his jaw. Oh. A gun. And oh. they had to pull him back out. That's why you didn't see anything fly out of his mouth. And that's why when he he had the strangest look on his face when he's like grabbing for his teeth, like Wait, where they at? Like, like I feel them. <laughs> it's like oddly, pre- you know, he probably felt like them oh, pressed yeah. up in his face. <sighs> I'm yeah, like, how do you get that out? How do you get like without like destroying the tooth, like pull them back down, and then do you like? Yeah, that's a heck of a dental job, dental surgery. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. if they just came out, that's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just realized something. With that TLC match, logically, nobody really comes out of this match good because if Seamus, Cesaro, Miz, and Strowman lose the match, that means they couldn't beat three people. And if um, Roman, um, Seth, and Dean don't, if they 
lose the match, it makes them look like dummies for taking the match being four on three. So either way, it's not going to make any sense regardless of what team wins. Yeah, it's fine. I think you're thinking about it too hard. Um, yeah. It's like you said, like if they got the win. Like maybe that's because, yeah, I mean, the Shield should win, and they should sell more Shield t-shirts, and everybody should be hype about that. And then, you know, Seth and Dean successfully defend the tag titles till whenever, and then Roman wins the title, and then we're all brothers at the end of WrestleMania or whatever. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. And, and it all works with it. Where where they gonna be at in New Orleans? I don't know how. Well, I don't know how New Orleans gonna take it, but I can see that happening. I'm gonna be with it. Oh, I'm gonna be with it. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear all the booze when Brock Lesnar leaves that match. But you know the rumor going around. I don't know how true this is, but Dana White said that Brock Lesnar's contract don't run out until SummerSlam. Oh. I mean, oh, I, so he hasn't, like the contract he's currently on, not everything he's re-signed for the SummerSlam? I mean, yeah. Yep. Uh, enough time for so. Braun uh, to beat him straight up and be the man on his way out. So, y'all hear about Neville? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew we wanted to get to that. That's, um... Willis, what are you trying to make it? I, I think the parallels between Neville leaving and Harry leaving are really interesting. Uh, but what, what do you think about it? I, you know how I, you know how I feel about that. Um, people tired of um, being good wrestlers being wasted because they don't want to do nothing with them, and all they concerned about trying to get Roman over, and they don't care about anybody else's program. And it's suffering, and everybody's suffering by it, especially on Raw. Maybe on SmackDown they get away a, a, a little bit easier from, from it, but on Raw everybody's just suffering booking-wise because all Vince is concentrating is on Roman. Even Triple H even frustrated about the way they brought up a lot of people from NXT and all the people he fought to get the same from, like, um, New Japan and all eight, and they're not doing nothing with them once they bring them up to the, the main roster. So it, it's it's just scary. I'm scared to see what they're going to do with Oscar, scared to see if when they bring up um, Adam Cole and them up there, and I'm scared to see what's going to happen to Drew McIntyre with them. So I don't know. It's just it's just strange, and if Neville come out and bring out an interview, like somebody like the way Punk brought out his interview, and just totally blast stuff, it's gonna be a whole different story. But I don't know how many people that was actually attached to Neville from the jump. So I don't know, but we'll see what happens because it's just a funny time. I think this would be a time for people like RLH and um, New Japan to try to step up their game here in the um, market to try to um, become a, a number two company in the area. So 
the people that feel like that they're not being treated right can have a bigger platform somewhere else other than WWE on television. Because TNA or Impact or Global Force or whatever the hell they want to call themselves, going down there trying to make a name yourself, that's just not kicking it. So I, I feel like that WWE is just resting on their laurels because they don't really have any competition on real television like they did back in the day when WCW was on fire. That's different because I was just talking about this. They consider everything, you know, whatever, you know, Big Bang Theory on Mondays. Everything's competition, which is is true, but they don't act like it. They they kind of react to football in, 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 in August and September, but but can't ever do anything to stave it off. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, they don't act like they have, uh, they should act, they have more competition, in fact, because TV's so good. Even though less people are watching live, it's still quality stuff, typically on Mondays and Tuesdays. Right, that's true. But, but it also shows that wrestling is popular, but it's not Super popular like it used to be because of course. Because well, could I mean, it's play. hard to compare every, anything to the its to its peak. Right. That, that's true, but you know, boxing's not going to get any more popular than it ever did. Than it was what? When was boxing most popular? Fifties, sixties. Uh, well, I mean, as far as making. Yeah, well, Ali was as far as like being global events and you know, I mean, television you know, Tyson is probably the last. Yeah, Tyson is probably like the last. I mean, as far as making money off of fights, and I say it's probably Tyson was the peak. Like you have your big super fights, you know. With I mean, in fairness, De La Hoya Mayweather was probably the time when people are still watching boxing. People don't think boxing is. As it's so corrupt that I'm not going to watch it. That's probably it. But I'd say, you know, probably making money off of a fight being televised, Tyson, is probably the time we're looking at. Yeah, and I think the last big fight anybody that really was into was the O'Connor and Mayweather fight because people paying out the ass for that joint. Yeah. yeah so... Hopefully, we'll see what happens with everybody, even though the end game is kind of telling. And just like my man Craig said, if I I was at New Orleans and I knew Roman and damn um, Brock was the last match, and if I know how hard it is to get out that joint, I'd be rolling early, too. Man, you'll be right there with us running your mouth. Don't don't lie, don't lie. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even going anyway. I'm sitting my ass right on the couch and watch this shit for nine ninety nine. So I can see it up close and personal. But shit, all that money going to um New Orleans. I ain't got I ain't got money for that. I just be happy going up to New York for SummerSlam. That's my WrestleMania. Call it a day. I did good. Hey. Pay my damn eighty dollar ticket and be able to see everything without having to watching on no damn screen or uh, being the wrestlers looking like damn ants in the damn 
football stadium. Forget that. I ain't paying Yo, we had supposedly good tickets in this, in Dallas, and we were still like we were sitting back far away. I can't imagine if you had like a regular like a fifty dollar ticket, seventy dollar ticket, like way better. Like shit. Like most of the time, I just watched the damn yeah giant trying above the. Above the ring, because we were across from the other. So the Titan Shrine was far away, <laughs> you know, because we were like on the side of sort of on the ramp, not the ramp, but on the opposite of the ramp in the Tron. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my friends when we was coming home from Transformers convention. He's like, "You should go to the, you should go to WrestleMania." I was like, "Yes." It's fun for the experience and all the stuff going on in the city because they take over the whole city. I was like, man, I ain't spending all that money just to be coming out pissed off because of the damn main event that I don't want to see. I said, I don't even see the point of me spending all that money to go there that shit just to be complaining at the end. I said, fuck that. I'd rather complain at home for $9.99 than for $999 after all is said and done. Probably even I do more. also like complaining at home. Complaining at home is fun. <laughs> it's the best place to complain. Uh, yeah. Anybody watch Flash and them last night? Cam did. I didn't. Shut up. No spoilers. Yeah. La, 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 uh, we're still, uh, I, we're still waiting on that, but I, I, I did watch it. Um, it's interesting things that they did. The, the best way I put it, interesting. Now I'm well, uh, waiting to see what they're going to do with Arrow. And one more yeah. thing before is that, y'all let... Is that tonight? That's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, okay. They come on at Thursdays at, I think, 9. Because Gotham comes on at 8. They wanted to um, space yeah, it out so you yeah, so can watch one after the other. That's why right. they moved um, Gotham. Gotham the Thursday night because they didn't they didn't want to interfere with Supergirl's um, ratings. That's very decent. Uh, yeah. Did Supergirl and come back on Monday or is that this Monday? Yeah, Supergirl it came on Monday. On Monday. Uh, Everything it came, came back. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. It came back on. So yeah. And one more thing before y'all go, y'all see y'all see Eminem, um, yeah, all the trunks. Supporters yeah. and feelings talking about I ain't gonna buy his music no more because he just told us yeah. to fuck off and we support Trump and the hell with you and all this and that. I was like, damn, I love it. Okay, so, delicious. That was the point. Yeah, you're doing. And that's just weird. Somebody, somebody tweeted. They were like, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't have any respect for Eminem anymore. And I was like, but I mean, he told you he didn't have respect for you last night. So what do you say? Like he, he made it clear what he's saying. He, he's not concerned with your respect. I mean, it was rich for life. Um, so even if he didn't feel super strongly, like he's he, he's in a position where he doesn't really need you. So enjoy yourself. And I'm sitting there. Perfect. I'm sitting there laughing. I was like, a white man got all the other white people upset about another white man acting crazy. Ain't that some shit? It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Eminem posted on his Facebook page about being on BT, and then after all of them saw saw what he said, all the white people in there talking about, 
We ain't listening to you no more. Fuck you and yourself and all this and that. I was damn That's just so funny right. shit. But yeah. but he didn't. He did that one. Ask him what they're laughing. Do- Eminem album they bought. There you go, um, Marshall Mathers. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that with damn George Bush when he was in president, and they wasn't yep. acting all retarded about that when he did the song about George Bush. They was all so hyped and everything about him. What do you say? And that was when he was way more relevant in '04. He was still right. much more relevant than he is in 2017. Right. Yep. So he was five I years was into his good. career then, still making mm-hmm. you know. He called John. Uh, what did he, he called? Well, well, it was the it was the whole fag thing, and then he performed with John El, uh, Elton John. I was about to say he mm-hmm. called Elton John a fag, but that didn't that didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, that was when he was making waves and be super controversial. Now, I mean, it's only because he just he took the shot. He just telling he doesn't like white supremacists. And the supporters of white supremacy were like, "How dare you!" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so. It's just that was just some funny shit. I was dying laughing about all the comments on it. What a world we live in! What a world we live in! Ain't that some shit? Still mm-hmm. back together. White people mad at my, um, Eminem and Ray Wag got a point over his head. Way to, way to, way to tie it all together at the end there. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Seth Rollins uh, did retweet the Eminem video. So I've never been a big Eminem fan, but this is great. Right. So yeah, it's um yeah. An interesting time that we're in. Um Yes it is. Knowing yes, all these rest of politics. Like I bet you uh whatchamacallit, they probably played that on the bus, uh like a whole bunch of big casts like, Can y'all turn that down please? Alright, well good stuff, man. Alright, bye y'all. Take care, man. And you know, Travis right. um he didn't really address directly what he said, but I think my whole thought in it is it's not so much related to Roman, but I do feel like both Aries and uh, Neville, you know, probably felt like they were pigeonholed. Um, especially, you know, guys who started off as main roster guys. Like, they weren't – they started off – they were NXT, but they didn't start off as 205 Live guys. Like, they weren't, you know, pigeonholed into that division, especially with Neville. Like, Neville yeah. was – really competing main roster beating guys. And so, you know, you kind of get stuck there to where you only have the same 10 guys to wrestle. Um, I don't know if it affected their money at all. I don't know if you take a take a decrease or if you're on, like, a cruiserweight contract or anything like that. But, like, I could see it. Like, if they, if they say this is your ceiling and you know that your ceiling's high, like, you ask for your release. Like, I, I get it. And have they granted his release? Not yet from anything I've seen. Yeah. But it did change the uh, the main event. Um, and that's why Kalisto was brought in and why Kalisto is the champ. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it just kept, kept Enzo. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess it resets everything. Like it resets mm-hmm. the stupid clause. Clauses and all that stuff. So, um, let's 
says, nothing against Reigns, but the shield can go away. We all can see through the booking. The nostalgia will wear off quick. Isn't that absolutely against Reigns? Like, isn't that by definition against Reigns? Like, well, no, he said, uh, oh, well, he said, nothing against Reigns, but we can see through the booking. Like, that's that's a direct shot at Roman Reigns. It literally means he's not the guy you want because of how he's presented or whatever reason. Um, I mean, yeah, but I, I'll tell you what. I don't like seeing the shield without, you know, being in the paramilitary here. Like, that's weird to me. Um, I, uh, and somebody said this, and it's so true. If Roman Reigns wasn't given... The shield music, the music, the shield entrance, and the shield uh, attire. Like it would be more visually striking when they came back together. But now it does because of the music they're gonna. Well, because they actually all come out to their own music now. It does kind of seem like Roman Reigns and the boys. Like I, that's true. It does strike me like that. Um, and the fact that Seth. And Roman getting back together, not Seth and Roman, Seth and Rollins, Seth and Dean getting back together was more of a slow build, and you got to see the emotion kind of play through it. And the Reigns thing was more microwave. Um, that, that, like, it does have an effect. Again, I like seeing them together, but um, there are things about it that aren't organic, and, and I, I understand the concern. Number two, where was gender? At least have the same brothers tell the crowd he refuses to wrestle in front of a disrespectful audience. Also, why would Shinsuke team up with Orton again? Yeah, uh, that wasn't addressed. I'm not sure if the announcers alluded to it. Um, I wasn't paying a ton of attention to SmackDown last night. I had to go back today and rewatch some stuff. That wasn't one of them. No, they did brag about how interesting of a new unit they are and what's the future hold for these two other teams. So, so maybe that's a thing they extend for a while. Um, I mean, wasn't the first time they teamed up together? Were, weren't they both already about to compete for number one contendership? Like, wasn't that what was was on the line the week after or something like that? If that's the case, like it's a bit different of a scenario, uh, but. Yeah, I probably wouldn't keep up with the guy who turned on with the last match so quickly. So, I, I get that. And number three, would it benefit guys under 220 pounds who will never get a shot at the main event but are over the, but are over with the crowd in some degree to join the cruiserweight division where they would have a better chance to shine or would they think of it as a demotion thinking of guys like Ziggler or Breeze. Well, Chris Breeze weight is 205, not 220. Um, I mean, I, mean I, I, don't, I don't I think it's fair to I'm assuming that wasn't yeah. necessarily your point. Uh, but yes, it, it, it totally would be seen as a demotion by everybody, by themselves, mm-hmm. by the fans, by yeah. Yes. And I think um, I wonder if that's why they waited so long with Kalisto, Um, because we always said like he was the glaring omission 
but I wonder if they called him in as, you know, kind of the, uh, you know, the Band-Aid on the whole situation. Like, he's the utility guy that they can kind of put there, but, they, you know, they had been keeping him off on purpose, it seemed like, for a long time. Um, and, I mean, I, we all I would, kind of say it was a demotion for Enzo. You know, that's a point that we made in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I would not be mad if Dolph Ziggler dropped down and they did a storyline and he'd lost, you know, 10, 15 pounds and went to the cruiserweight division and dominated and became the big fish in a small pond and, like, let, like basically Enzo's character gimmick, but he's, you know, he's good. You know, like, in the ring, he's comp- way more than just, you know, passable. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode had one of the most awkward promo changes I've ever seen on Thursday night, or on Tuesday night. It wasn't Last good. Night, yeah. It was like the other guy was waiting on the other guy to say his line the whole time. So they were playing double dutch. It was not good. It was the weirdest thing I've seen. And they're both pretty good at promos. I don't know what that was. Maybe they just had to fill a bit of extra time and somebody was in their ear, but it was not good. Um, like, I don't I don't know if there's anything Dolph Ziggler can do different to be interesting to me. And that includes having new guys to wrestle because I don't know what he does any different in that situation. I don't know. Maybe. No, maybe the situation that he laid out would work, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's anybody on the roster that really that that at that size that it could work for. Like you said, Tyler Breeze is he's fine. He doesn't need to. <laughs> anything like that. Um, but yeah, appreciate that uh, email, John. Let's uh, head back to phone lines here. Let's get Mike from Brooklyn on the line. Mike, what's happening? What up? Yo, Mike. Yo, Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, what's happening? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing alright. Same back. Mike, we got to talk about it, Mike. We got to talk about it. How you lose? How you lose your number one, your number two, and your nickelback, and your kick returner all in the same game, Mike? New York City curse going on right now. It's hard to watch, man. Like not even, not even it on is. the NFL stuff, man. That is hard to watch. Very awkward. You see, uh, you see, uh, To, you see To and uh, also Cinco. They come, man. They available. Shit, we can need them. Sure, we 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 need them right now. Yeah. That was, I mean. What do you say, man? Do you, Mike? Do you think you go quarterback this draft? We gonna have to, man. Yeah, we gonna have to. I think. I saw an article that said 04, all the 04, 04 year 
quarterbacks are just garbage now. Yeah, they are. I think Phillip Rivers is bad. He was just never really good. Like, he was always fine. He was good enough to get the, like, he was good enough when he had a bunch of talent around him to look really good. And now that he doesn't, he's just, you know, and and Eli, I think, is washed, and I think Ben Roethlisberger is just broken down. Like, Ben is the worst off because his body just ain't going to hold up much longer. And he took a lot of hits over the years, man. He has talent all around him and is not winning games. So, oh. Yeah, it's far with time. The hands of time catching up with these cats, man. But, Mike, don't let me rain on your parade, man. What's going on in the wrestling world, Mike? I mean, shit. You ain't raining on a parade. You just shit is reality. We suck right now. All across the board. You're not looking good in the preseason NBA. All across the board. You suck. Um, I mean, it's looking like almost like things. Yeah, it's looking like 10 what? years ago. NXT's on. Oh, shit, good luck. Yeah, I got to get the show on the road. I mean, um, basically, I covered it all. I, you know, I was going to come on Blast Off with the Neville shit, but, uh, you know, Nasty did it. Jimmy Hickam shit, like. Yeah, you that's crazy. That? That's crazy. I mean, that's petty. That's like, did That's he have any petty. direct involvement? Like, how did they how did they make the uh, leap to Jimmy Jacobs? I guess like, how did they make the leap the from what happened to firing Jimmy Jacobs? I guess because he posted the picture on the gram or whatever. Oh, uh, what? That's a bad move. I want to feel bad for him, but man, I don't know. That might not have been the move, Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah. I mean, come on now, AJ. Um, Sammy and KO was was just in being an elite. What was it, SummerSlam weekend, or a little before that? I mean, Jimmy Jacobs haven't even come out like you know, like one of the agents that come out to help and that, that come out to help somebody and shit. He hadn't even even done that. Like that's just them being that's just them being intimidated that they don't own and they can't have, you know, probably the hottest fucking commodity in, you know, wrestling right now, which is Bullet Club. Yep. Yeah, that's just them being petty, a bunch of petty murphies. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's just that 70-year-old fucking naive old bastard being petty. But you ain't you 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 ain't um everybody turning a blind eye to this fucking gender. Like was it just me or did he or did he drop about fifteen fucking pounds on Sunday? Did he look tripled up on Sunday? Mm. You know gender. You know, Mike. Yeah, I think you might be on. When he came out, there you know? was something about his chest. But I always think it's something about his chest because he got the weird, yeah. you know. Gynoblastoma nipples or whatever. Yeah, so that fucking HGH he using and they and they turning the blind eye to it. That's what that that's that's what's going on with his chest. 
So you're saying yeah. he dropped a bunch of weight? He he looked like he lost about 10, 15 pounds. Look at his arms and shit. Look at his arms and shit Sunday compared to Asu, the last table he Yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah. When you, when you mentioned it, Mike, I can definitely see that. And they blame it on, oh, he, he got hurt, his bicep. No, you don't just lose weight that quick. Come on, man. He had a stomach flu. And again, normal normal people don't hurt their biceps. Like, there, there's that. Right. Normal people don't injure their biceps. Um, you know those tendencies come from HGH. Yep. Oh. I watch bigger, stronger, faster. HGH. Huh? Why are you blaming HGH so uh, adamantly? Because I'm tired of this quote-unquote diet and all this bullshit you're doing. Come on, man. Everybody knows this dude using. Look at his back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody everybody says it without saying it. We do dance around it. Um, but, yeah, he definitely uh, he's got a look like he's taking something. And he looks different than everybody else on the roster. There's also that. And he didn't always look different than everybody else on the roster. He I don't know how much doughy. he does that. Yeah. He was doughy. He looks freakish. He looked freakish about a month ago. He was doughy when he first came back. He looks fucking freakish now. Okay, Liv Morgan. Yeah, but uh, that's the point in case where I say NXT is the top rank. But I don't know, like, they could have found a different out to do. You know, I'd like AJ last night. What was the purpose of fucking even putting Ty Dillinger in the fucking match if y'all was going to have the draw clean two nights later? Yeah, because they can't. That made very little sense. Really, it's just to get, it's not, it was not, it ended up not being to protect AJ. It was to just get another, get a main event on TV. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think it hurts AJ really, you know, but in hindsight, they could have found, they could have found another way to fucking do it. Like, it's just the ass backwards, illogical booking of this seventy-something-year-old man and his crony still around. I mean, I'm age shaming. Just... Huh? I'm age shaming. I ain't age shaming. Is this fucking senile old ass man? He need to go sit down and play with his grandkids or something. Or swimming his money like Scrooge McDuck or something like. Go buy cars. Like find a fucking hobby. Like go to the belt maker or something like. <laughs> like you are too rich to want to still be hanging on. Like the, the company would be in good hands. Like um, Mr. Levesque, you know I'm just fucking with him. Let Levesque do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like stop stifling the dude. It's his turn. Like let him do the thing. Shit, if I was fucking Triple H, all his money that you know um. That they don't rip people off with that Ponzi scam of a um, stock shit, I take my money and branch off and start my own shit up. Because it's just peculiar. I mean, like, I think the shit coming over Neville, like, when he, you know, when he said he didn't like the t shirt. 
And he said the T-shirt was shitty. Oh, yeah, he was like, this shit is not fit for a fucking king. I'm it fit was. For it, it, it was like garbage. It was so fucking plain. Yeah. Head. They don't even, I can't even blame indie shit, because indie stuff, you can just, like, get your shit on, like, T Public or Vista Print, <laughs> you know, and get a good quality, you know. They should have let fucking Cam band. design the fucking Nevin shirt, man. It would have been hot. That piece of shit. Been that piece of shit. I said, would you buy that? Would you go to a would you go to a live event and buy that? No. No. I wouldn't that even. That shit looks horrible. If they gave it for free, I'd be like, I'm straight. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> but to some degree, I think y'all on to something with the Royal Rumble shit. I think they just trying to go there, rip off India, milk them for what they were. And but I think it's going to be the reverse though. <laughs> I believe. Huh? Wait, I'm like, just really laughing quick, at really you. Are we talking about <laughs> Rip them are we talking off. about that Neville no, King of the Cruiserweight T-shirt? Yeah, no, I'm talking about um that them them keeping that fucking title on gender while the fucking no, 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 you no, know no, the no, break. I don't mean the, I don't mean the backtrack, but the, the Neville T-shirt no, no, no. we're talking about is Neville King of the Cruiserweights that one? Sir, horrible. What the fuck is that? Shit looks like a 1986 WA shirt. Yo, Faye, look at look at this T-shirt. Would you pay twenty five dollars for that? That's garbage. <laughs> she said, "Wait, this is a real T-shirt? Yes, that's his actual shirt." <laughs> and he and he this saw the shirt. And he was like, "Yo, this ain't fit for a king." He was mad about it when he seen his shirt on the site. Yes, it does look like shit, baby. Okay. Yeah. I would have went right up to the designer and slapped the shit out of him for for even like what the fuck is this, Yo. man? Yeah, look at the undisputed era shirt. That shirt is dope. Fire. And who's the uh, fire? Who's that with them? She's Brazilian. Who is that guy? Like, you know who that who she is? Like, even their name is dope. It stands out. Undisputed Era. Like, yeah, it's dope. That fucking um, National McIntyre and Strong last week. That's like, McIntyre is on a whole different level. Like, he should be the guy. Like, to me, he should be the guy that you send, a, you know, the, the company around. He's only 31 years old. Like, he should be the guy. Yeah. He, he should be the guy. Uh, Who the hell is she? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, Mike, are you watching NXT too? Is that the Brazilian chick? No, I didn't watch oh, that's it, what you but I've read for it. She's one of the chicks from the, um, she's one of the chicks from the May Young yeah, joint. Right? Yeah. She okay. was in the May Young classic. What, she with Billy in the cage now? Two. Bullshit. Ooh, goodness. Yeah, I'm talking for the um the war game shit that everything comes. Uh, I just coming in now. I'm in Survivor City. My team change. You uh you going in and out a little bit, Mike? Hold on, hold on. Y'all can hear me now. Yeah, you good. Yeah, no, I said we probably had Team Shane versus Team Team Owens at um Survivor City. 
and probably the same four, you know, the Miz and uh, the Bar and Braun Strowman and the Shield plus one. And if it ain't Joe, I would say Joe. Joe. I would say Joe. But if not, I got a funny feeling they're going to slide your man up in there. Steve Rogers himself. Steve Rogers himself. Captain America. Oh, uh, wait, who's Captain America? Who's John Cena? Cena. Jason Jordan? Oh, gee. Cena. (laughs) Not Captain Baby. Cena ain't around. Captain America. He might, he might pop in for, for one night. But no, nah, I, I, I would prefer, preferably, I would prefer Joe. Oh, hell yeah. I, I would prefer Joe. All day in America, I would prefer Joe. But I would also like for them to do some shit with Joe. Like, Joe just come back and just fucking does him is like Warrior Dead Honky and take the IC strap from him. Although I like Miz, he's doing good, I, you know. I think it's time, you know, for a change, for the for the IC strap to go in a different, you know, direction. Yeah. He's he definitely been doing his thing, I hear you. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking with Miz and I'm fucking with Uso hard. Like, those are probably my two top favorite acts right now. The tranny version of Bray Wyatt, I could do without. Um, And then I agree with yeah, you wholeheartedly. Like, you want to talk about that a bit, Mike? Like, what what do you make of uh of Sister Abigail? She looks like a fucking a she now. Like, like that's his makeover. Y'all gonna dress him in drag in hopes that you know it grabs. But he needs something done drastic to him because he is like he's fading. Like he dropped like a brick, and then. I had to go back and look at it again because I missed the interview, but I listened to Wade and Trav, you know, from the Monday night joint, and he just sounded like, like I'm like, come on, man. It's like y'all trying to take the cool factor away from Bala. Like, he sounded like a 100% dork. Like, he sounded like Street okay. from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that I felt her evil. Like, I heard evil in her voice or ringing in my ears and Come on, Balor. Like, not you. They compromised him. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's like, they comp, like, Will said, and what we've been saying for fucking, for the past four years, it's like they fucking, everybody is a casualty to get this fucking guy over. That's why he's not getting over. Nobody fucking cares. Like, nobody cares. And then you want to put him with, you know, put him sticking back in the shell. Like, yeah, that'd be hot. They'll sell a little couple of T-shirts, but people going to see through the fucking transparent trick. Like, come on. Come on. You can't put him back out there in Philly and think that just because he's with the shell that people was, come on, man. They're going to eat him alive. They are going to eat him alive. And they should know this. Velveteen. Yo, Leo, that's gotta be five foot six, yeah. Yeah, I said oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I said, yeah. damn. He, that's a short fucking dude, because Velveteen dreams just dwarfed him. Like. And let me yeah. ask y'all, do y'all think, do y'all think um, they're getting a little too hardcore with the Velveteen dream thing, or it's working just perfect? I think it's working just oh, perfect. Fine. I love it, man. I love it. 
Like, I, I, Mike, I don't know how much you heard us last week, but I'm like, yo, if if Dustin Runnels had Velveteen Dream's physique, they would have went further with certain things. Like, he can – just just the way they can present him physically is so different. Um, yeah. yeah I, I think it's cool. I think, again, like, he when he got face-to-face with uh, Alistair Black a couple of weeks ago and did the whole dip down and slide out the ring, like, it was just – it was solidified for me. As long as they don't yeah. let Vince touch this, it'll be good. People <laughs> can't let Vince touch it because Vince will go just the whole wrong direction with it. But I think it's great. I think it's great, and Patrick Clark is great at it. Yeah. Because I, I can see it happening if, if Vince touch him. You know what they'll do? We can use Valentin Dream, and it'll be great to get Roman over. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I said not. I'm I'm thinking like if they was to ever pull a trigger on some dumb shit like that, not only would the people hate him more, but now you would look at him like a gay bastard. Like, yeah. Like nothing does him no favors. Cut that stringy, oily fucking hair. Take the vest off. You know, give him some kick pads or some tins or something. You know, let him get a little. You know, the little flat top look, maybe a design in his head, something. Like, do something with him, clean him up. So New York. A design in his head or some Tim's. <laughs> you gonna say kick pad or Tim's, Mike. <laughs> something. Do something. Some Jordan. Something. Make him. Make him. Oh, man. Like, this shit is just. Yay, it's, it's just, Leo, it's just redundant. Jesus. It's just redundant. Like, I, I could care less if him and Brock go on at and be the fifth match at Mania this year. Like, it, it, it really wouldn't bother me. It really wouldn't bother me because we already know we're going to get a 10 hour show. So, oh, yeah. Like, it really wouldn't bother hey, me at all. I think when Leo Rush is his name. I think about 70 seconds of this match, go ahead and give Leo Rush a cruiserweight title, man. Just go ahead and give it to him. Like, we're <laughs> watching this match for a minute. I'm like, no, nah, just give it to him. He, he deserves it. He is fast. Jeez. Yeah. So what do you think? He's just getting his ass kicked by Velveteen. Yeah, I think you might have missed the jump. You think they put Leo Rush up in uh, 205 Live? Damn, even that's cool. I I think eventually that's going to be his his ceiling. I'm not one that gets on hype, but he's noticeably short. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. And he's not, he's, he's in great shape, but he's not big in a way that like, even though and by the time Rey Mysterio like, got to WWE, he was still short, but, you know, he was, you know, taking whatever he was taking and he had filled out to a certain point. But Leo Rush, yeah. jacked up, is probably 170 pounds. Right. So, the way yeah, I see I it, yeah, the way I see it, though, the direction they're going would never, you know, look like he on his way out. And then, you know, looking at the um, destruction in the destruction yeah. in Tokyo joint the other day, and how oh, um, they got the the woman ref. Sorry, they got the woman ref yeah. doing a, a men's match. So good, they're working her, working her in. Yeah, that's dope. The, that's dope. Yeah, like she Ooh, should just be there to do women's matches. I think Ricochet yeah, is on his way in. 
Has Velveteen always done the second to middle top rope jump? That's what I was about before to say. The just added that variation. No, I said I think uh, Ricochet is on his way in. Mm. So I saw some indie yeah. indie loving chick saying, "Say it ain't so," and she tagged one of her buddies in it. Yeah, because he, I heard he's he's no longer accepting any indie dates, and also they dropped the uh, the junior tag titles in uh, Japan the other day, and the way he looked, like he gave the speech, like you know that was it. Oh man! And I heard no, they I'm actually signed signing uh, Tessa Blanchard as well. Okay. And I um so I, I listen to. The- is doing this, Mike. Velveteen is doing this new variation on that elbow drop where he jumps from yeah. the second rope to the top rope. And then he drops that's, the elbow. It looks pretty cool. That's sick. Velveteen is going to make, yo, that's sick. I swear, like, if Goldust still wants to do the manager shit, I, that's your guy. There you go. That's your guy. That's and, yo, your you guy. did the, uh, the Alistair Black uh, Indian style leg cross uh, in the middle of the ring while he was talking shit. Yeah, that's see, that's dope. That's, that's dope. That's dope. Mike Craig says you I have the line of the uh, show when you said we can use him to get Roman over, so we're going to use that all the time now. Thank you, we appreciate it. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> I mean, I could just see. I could just see uh, Vince um doing the shit and Pat Patterson in the back just telling him, "Yeah, Vince, try it. It'll be banana." <laughs> It'll be bananas. Ugh. And um, lastly, the the uh, well, two more things. First, real quick before I forget, did you guys ever um get a chance to catch those behind the Titan Tron joints? I still have not. No. What were those I mean, again? The behind the Titan Tron. And they got a wide array of things. They got um. This was the XFL, the Von Eric Curse, the Bruiser Brody shit, the murder of Dino Bravo, you know, the early 90s scandals, all that shit. They got everything. Mass transit incident. They got everything up there. Also, did you guys get to check out? It was done by Grapple Vision. The whole, um, the, uh, Cornette Santino whole spill. Did y'all get a chance to, um, see that? I know yeah, the one time where I'm like, oh, I think I think uh, Cornette was just, I think he was just in the, if it was, if it went down the way, the version I heard, if it went down like oh, that. Oh, you didn't, Santino you, was just, you didn't actually you didn't see a no, track? No, 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 I haven't seen the video. Mm-mm. Yeah, the video is like, he was trying to tell him, get the fuck away from me. No, I'm not going to shake your hand. He told him in his face, get the fuck away from me. And Santino was trying to go to him. Oh, okay. He was trying to Right, because usually him, in so those situations you're just like, oh, I wonder what Cornette did or said to get the mm-hmm. get everybody all tense, but Santino just wouldn't yeah. let it go. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He yeah, Santino was in the wrong this time. He wouldn't. He was fucking with him. Like that he man not obligated to shake yeah, you right. listen, get the fuck away from me. I don't, I mean, he spoke about it. He did a show with Bruce Pritchard, and he spoke about it after the fact. He said, listen, I get the fuck away from me. I don't want to shake your hand, you know what I mean? 
you all, you know what I mean? Look, he's like, well, my boss told me some shit. And he's like, they turned you into a fucking comedic joke. That's what you are up there. He's like, nah, fuck you. And then security came. And then I guess the promoter came that promoted the shit. Then Cornette, you know, he was livid. He almost got himself arrested. Santino yeah, called him a racist. Though, I mean, who was Santino? Santino called him. Not cash those giant yeah. checks that he was getting. Santino called him a rapist, a rapist piece of shit. So come on, you want to try? Come on. Well now. And he said, "You gotta be fucking kidding me, Santino. You know him, Jim Cornette. You're not gonna get a word in that drive over here. Nope. But it was it was real it, it was real funny. I guess that's you know that's pretty much the debacle for um. You know this period of the year. All right, fellas, I'm gonna leave you on that note because I know you got NXT playing. Somebody else probably trying to get in. So, talk to you next week. All right, Mike, we appreciate you, man. Most definitely. All right. That's uh. Oh, looks like we got Rich hanging out on the line. Rich, what's going on? Not much. Can you guys hear me like this, or should I get off my Bluetooth? Sound fine. Okay. Hey, good. Good, good, good. Yep, I'm just driving home. I had a class, and the student that set it up for the career class uh, screwed up her dates, so nobody showed up. Wow. Damn. I still get paid either way, so there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, Yeah, that. yeah, the I was listening to Mike's thing. Now, the thing with Cornette is, you know why Santino came to find him, right? Why? Because they got beef over now. Oh, he, this is from years ago. The reason he came to track yeah, down Cornette is, him? yeah, he slapped him across the face in front, of, in front of everybody at OVW because he laughed when the boogeyman came out and they said, be serious. Right. So you handled that shit in 2006. Or whatever the fuck that he was. He couldn't because politically you're going to be blackballed by the WWE. So that's the whole point. Like, he was like, okay, you don't have to protect Damn, the too WWE much time. Anymore. I mean, I get what you're saying. But that's too the much thing, time Travis, because this dude's been talking crap for years. And then Santino finally saw him in the street and was like, okay, what's up? And then he, like Mike said, he then runs to his buddy and hops on his podcast and talks about how he's a joke wrestler. It's like, the dude made a career out of making people laugh. I don't see that as a joke. Yeah, I, I disagree there. And then to pull your there. penis out during your podcast, like, they, there was no Cornette the victim here. This dude's in the middle of his podcast, pulls his penis out to the crowd. He's just like, hey, how you doing? Oh. Damn, Mike, yeah. you gave us that info. <laughs> <laughs> like, Santino was fed up because Santino, remember, this is a dude who's a legit shoot fighter who became a pro wrestler. And then... Cornette slept doing the thing that you guys are just talking about with Finn. Nobody in their right mind should be selling ridiculousness is real. Santino couldn't do it in that moment, got slapped in the face. Finn's doing it, and he's catching it from fans. So it's like, you can't win with the stupidness they're doing. Mm, and then, I see you, you know, yeah. and, he, and then he goes on uh, 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 Pritchard's show and starts talking about how 
well, I really wanted to leave anyway, so I used this as an opportunity to quit, and that's what happened. It's like, no, man, you got fired on your day off. Accept it, Craig. Move on. No offense to our Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Cornette got fired for that. Right. So he started animating in the in the podcast that he was scheming to get out of his job anyway, so he could use that. I I get that. that, that, Oh, yeah, he's just being disingenuous. But the fact that, like, it's not like Cornette slapped him and embarrassed him and nothing happened. Like, that man lost his job. So that, I mean, it just seems like... But but here's the thing, Travis. Cornette's been saying for years... If you're Santino, you got to be like... Cornette's saying that Santino was being the... uh, He's not saying the word correct. But he, you know, he's using the uh, F slur basically, and saying Santino couldn't handle it like a man, so he went to management and got him fired. So like all these years, he's been telling people whenever they ask him about it, Santino oh, got right. me fired. Not my actions got me fired. Yeah. So that's why Santino. One of them was like, "Can we square this away? Like you tell people you slapped me in the face and I got you fired. Your slap got you fired. Can we just squash this?" And he's like, "You know, at, at the time in front of people." He's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. You guys got to get the police. And then as soon as Santino leaves, now he's hopping off on a stage talking crap. Like, Cornette, this is what he does. Like, he just did this six, seven months ago with Bruce, where he was like, Bruce, wait, you know, those guys, I threaten their lives, and they don't want none of me. Yeah, like, you, you had a comic book shop, like, 15 feet away from Bruce Mitchell. You ain't saying gosh darn word. Nope. <laughs> oh, calm down, Rich. I'm sorry. You come after Unk? I'm going to stab somebody. <laughs> it's getting spicy. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the Sami Zayn thing because – wait, I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. No, I'm going to let you go because I, I just wanted to be real quick. With the uh, Sami Zayn thing, I am with uh, the team Sami is not a heel. Because he saved his brother's mm-hmm. life. That's like if you were on a table and, you know, Todd Martin or uh, Pat was going to jump off, you know, I'd reach out. I might pull a hamstring and forget, not get there in time, but I'd reach out. I thought Owens was going to say, this is the God, you know, like my son's godfather or, or, or I'm his son's godfather. I'm not going to let, you know, I have a responsibility. We might not be friends, but I still got a responsibility. I was there on his wedding day, whatever. But they went with the brother thing, which I thought was a little was a little weak. But all right, if you got to go, go ahead. We'll talk to you. Uh, no, no, no. I was just going to say. Uh, all right, you guys have a good go night. Ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say. It's not that I have to go Wait, like this leaving? second. I was just going to. I'm going to. I was going to. I was. Look, calm down. Calm down. Tranquillo, tranquillo. I was going to say, uh, I got to go tonight when we do the VIP. It's got to be tight because I got my in, my super interview tomorrow all day starting at 8 o'clock. So I can't, I can't oh, okay. mess that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But definitely read those comics. Cam, if you get a yeah, chance to read, read uh, the new Falcon, that new I read, Falcon. I read, oh Hulk, and I read Deadpool. I'll read Falcon when I'm done here, and then we'll jump on and do the show, VIP. All right. You guys have a good night. All right. Take care, man. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, man, what's going on in in Marvel right now? 
and, and me and Rich will definitely ex- expound on it. We've talked about this in the weeks. Like, it's so, like, you love it or you hate it. And then mm. the people that hate that hate it don't hate it because of the content. Like, they might say it is, but their reasoning. Somebody said they don't like the news quote-unquote social justice warrior characters like America Chavez and shit because they don't have flaws. Riri, Riri, Riri Williams. I was like, first off, she's 15. That's in and of itself. You're a walking flaw. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she might be intellectually like a damn engineering genius, but she's still a damn child, you know, in the middle of growing up and becoming an adult. Like, that's all flaw. That's all... Yeah. So, and the Falcon book came out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into the NVIP, as I said. Um, I think we have one more non-VIP email. Yeah, Kyle from Kansas City. <clears throat> he chimes in. Hey guys, sorry I haven't sent an email in a while. Anyway, here's some talking points. One overall thoughts on Hell in a Cell. Yeah, overall thoughts, thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, what? Uh, thumbs in the middle. Uh, great opening match to, um, you know, to finish off, I think, the feud of the year. Um, I was okay with the closing match. Um, rest of the show was all right. So, yeah, thumbs in the middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slight thumbs up. I think uh, as much as I said about the main event, uh, Shane and Owens, um, the negatives that I thought there were, you know, a little too anxious, too too high risk, some of this stuff. Um, it was still a spectacle and, and quality main event. Like, it certainly had a reason to be in that spot and get the attention that it got, the angle afterwards, all that. So, and then that opener was tremendous. And then everything in between was just, you know, good stuff. Uh Gender, Shinsuke, uh, notwithstanding, Cause that was just a dull match and a bullshit finish. Bullshit in the sense that gender won. Yeah. And bullshit that <clears throat> Shinsuke didn't walk through that guy in five minutes. But whatever, old news. I'm done. I'm over the Shinsuke. Uh, over the gender push. Number two. Do you think the Shield will get Roman cheered? Well, they did. When Roman stood out there and was like, what you talking about rumors? You know, he's out there by himself. Granted, that was yep. because of the anticipation of the Shield, but that was your question. Will Shield get Roman cheered? I think they already have. Are they still wrestling jobbers? Yep. Sky high in two. <laughs> okay, get him off the ring. <laughs> wow. Wait till you get to that. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna keep. <laughs> and I've seen him do that with the with the blades. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And the crowd, right. and the crowd has all their solo cups. Wow! Boy, they're holding up the apps with the solo cups. Mm-hmm. 
think still is just ingenious. And I like how they do uh, Brown whole finisher. They do the sky high into the low down. That's that's interesting. They got the mic. What are you about to say? Are they going to get on the mic, or are they just... Mm-hmm. Why are we going to say... Wow. Oh, shit, man. Hop, yo. Yo, if him and Bianca Blair have a fucking baby, that baby's going to just win all the Olympic medals. Maybe going to be a nerd. <laughs> oh, you do cleans up over the there. Think about no, 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 no. Fuck this athlete shit. Read this book. Do these Who equations. needs the Millie Rock when you have the Street Profit Shuffle? <laughs> oh, man, you guys had a great match last time. Uh, Kyle continues. Uh, the Zane explanation of his actions. Oh, uh, I guess he's just throwing shit out there. Uh, uh, thought it was great. Thought it made a ton of sense. And, yeah, I mean, what a way to turn heel and not turn heel and be justified in your, those are the best heel turns when you're just like, wait a second, he's kind of, you know, almost right if he wasn't such an asshole about it. Um, Number four, I find it annoying that they pretty much did anything Diss anything Booker T says on commentary. How about y'all? Well, no. I mean, it should be dissed. <laughs> it's just stupid, most of it. Pretty trash. But if the commentary is trash, don't put him out there that he's trash. Like, mm-hmm. it should be dissed, but you also shouldn't produce it. Like, there, you don't need him out there. Um, so, I mean, I think they enjoyed dissing him, so... You know, I oh, I don't like it because I'm a lifelong Booker T fan, but Booker T is also a grown man. And Booker T also sets himself up to be ridiculed. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, and, I, and it's hard to feel sorry for him when, when he's such a boob and he makes, you know, just asinine comments. Uh, number five from Kyle. Poor Emma. Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, I think Rich called that. It was one of those things that made the most sense. Like, yeah, you're not gonna have Bailey or <clears throat> Sasha lose the uh, lose the Oscar open at her first night in. But you also can't have Dana Brooke, who hasn't been around on TV, or Alicia Fox for the same reason. They're just not good, and the audience would see through that. But Emma, she works. Yeah. So she can actually give Oscar some work. Because Emma's good. People forget. Ever since she's been back, they haven't treated her um, with any kind of reverence or anything as far as her in-ring. But she's good. Uh, number six, why name a number one contender for the tag titles now? Uh, I mean, I think it eliminates. If we're talking about SmackDown, I think it eliminates uh, 
Well, no, because they still had a match for it. Um, yeah, because they can still compete without having a title match. Um, you're going to get to see Benjamin and Gable probably build up a few wins, um, maybe trade back and forth a little bit in singles matches with the Usos. Um, yeah. I think it's fine to, for it to be this early because when's the next, uh, what's the next pay-per-view of the Survivor Series? Smackdown. As far as the Endure Brown is? Gotta be. Yeah, because Survivor Series is probably like the 18th or that, thir- you know, before Thanksgiving, that Sunday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Man. And I doubt they'll I mean, they could. You know what? There actually um, might be a November 5th or something pay-per-view. Or, you know, first weekend in November pay-per-view. Isn't it? Somebody had, somebody look that up for me. Please. Yeah, I think it is. Man, Gargano got to get his revenge, man. We got to go forget how they played you last time and take over, man. Mm-hmm. We saw it. We saw it. And then what's your name? Cut a promo on him last week. Like, damn. That's pretty uh, pretty good stuff. Biting. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven. I don't miss him, but no world champ on SmackDown. Yeah, we just talked about gender. Yeah. Don't front out. I mean, if you miss him, you miss him. You ain't got qualified. Yeah, I'm, I'm the person who does You miss him enough to ask about him every week. Yeah. Like, so it's cool, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. The the, the problem is, like, when Brock shows up, like, you know something's going to go down. When Jinder shows up, he just shows up. It's cool. We get a promo, like, we get all the time from him. We gotta, we gotta see. Gender, gender should demand the Brock Lesnar schedule. Gender should demand but, Brock Lesnar, so Brock can go ahead and take care of that for us. <laughs> like on TV. I demand to be treated like Brock Lesnar in the Universal title. Word up. Uh, number eight. Do you think AJ is next for gender, and does AJ carry it until Mania? That's all. Have a great show. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Um, hopefully, you know, AJ wins it. I mean, AJ in a, in, in a perfect world would, like, win it next week, even though he's coming off a U.S. title loss. But still, he'd win it as soon as possible. But keeping real world um, you know, not needs but real world happenings and the India tour. This sounds familiar. Sounds like July and August when we're like, Oh no, they're going to India in September and it'll be all good. After that. And then we're gonna find out like <laughs> in the end of November. Oh yeah, no, the India tour is off. <laughs> they pushing it for 
Yeah, what if they push the India tour back back till like <laughs> post WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah. You know the move. Get the fuck around to be a year long <laughs> champ. Oh, a, oh, oh my goodness. Chasing this <laughs> India tour. Yeah, no, Jim a year long champ. Successfully defends at every paper. Every single like, one of them. No, Even made no it. Two, he wins them all by pinfall. Every single one. We're not ready for it. Man. Same formula, too. Sing Brothers, did, 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 you know, and then he hits a stupid ass, bullshit ass finisher. Like, oh, 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 everybody can kick out of everybody's finisher, but Shinsuke can't kick out of that fucking bullshit. Yeah, a full, full Nelson slam. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't even a back suplex. Ain't even no touch. Uh, so, appreciate that, uh, Kyle. Oh, no. What's he gonna do? Oh, there you go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Argano ain't got no kid no more. Jesus. And we got a rare free portion email from uh, oh. 20, 26-year Pro Wrestling Torch uh, newsletter and VIP subscriber, Brian Austin. He says, uh, oh, it's about Gallagher and Kendrick. Hey, friends, checking out the PW, uh, checking out the PW Torch VIP audio to see if the fix is rated NSFW, not suitable for work. Nope. Yeah, that's a damn shame, Brian. <laughs> I feel I feel singled out. I feel like uh, hey, Ma, there's an agenda. It? Yeah. Huh? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Brian says my favorite team is Kendrick and Gallagher. The close-up, the close-up promo they cut in the back of the arena was awesome. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, they were. Uh, they both looked devious. Extra points for Jack Wrestling and Street Clothes. Yeah, I, I, I obviously I saw that last night or on Raw Monday, and 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 I thought it was it was okay. I just worry about the footwear. Like he's wrestling in shoes. How much you know? Unless they're like rubber soled, which I don't think he's seen to slide a little bit. So I assume I guess as long as he's not doing anything where. Like I wouldn't even want a guy to pick me up to suplex me wearing dress dress shoes. Yes. So hopefully they. Yeah, get them a nice pair of brown boots or something dressy looking boots that are appropriate for 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 wrestling in the ring. So, but but I I I do like the the visual of him uh, in a vest (laughs) and tie. (laughs) Uh, If I had time, I'd watch Global Wrestling Network for one month free and possibly buy another month. It would be nice to see several matches that I refuse to buy on pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't need to see any of those matches even for free. Um, and he continues, by the way, how come the East Coast Cast audio shows are located at the bottom of the VIP website? Wait a second. On, I'll stay awake. <laughs> I'll stay awake long enough to write an email to the exclusive VIP portion. Thanks. Yeah, that's not true. Now Brian's just stirring up trouble. Come on, man. Like, you're doing too much, Brian. We, we, we kill you. 
Uh, all right, let's head back to the phone lines. Let's head down to the dirty, dirty. Uh, talk to uh, Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, Travis? What's going on, Cam? What's going on, man? What's going on, Darrell? Over here. By no other name. Nope. See, I saw you try it. Back. I, it's the real. <laughs> I, 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 I knew you were going to say that, though I said it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I changed it. I changed it, man. I changed it. Thank you. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was listening to Spack of Valley the other day, so I changed my name to it. Oh, okay. On Twitter. Old school Same song. Old Every woman needs a sack of milk. Other she can call her man. But never mind. But Trav, I had just tweeted you that man. The next pay per view is the only one in November is uh, Survivor Series. Then you don't got another pay per view till uh, January the twenty eighth, the Rumble. Who does it? What do you mean? WWE. They don't it's have no another pay per view until January twenty eighth. There no there are no pay per views in December. I just looked. Oh, up. after uh, after after Survivor Series. Yep, the only big event they have between then is on the 25th of November, Thanksgiving time. Star Cade. Um, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, gender lose it then. So they're definitely going to televise that, right? Or network that? No, well, again, that's not supposed to be on the network. Oh, so Doomsday it's not on the network yet. So yeah, so November 9th Survivor Series, Star Cade is November 25th. And no pay-per-view in December. Next one is the Rumble, January 28th. That's absurd. I'm not, like, mad that they don't, that they're not having a pay-per-view. But that just seems... And, pe- and people, stop talking about this uh, India tour. It's a two-day thing, Friday and Saturday. They leave on Friday, wrestle Friday, wrestle Saturday, and leave Saturday night. <laughs> oh, my God. Days. What a horrible schedule. And it and it just went on. Uh, tickets just went on sale. Wait, 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 wait. They still got a whole wait, lot of tickets to sell. Wait, 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 wait. You can't travel across a a damn ocean and and do some and then wrestle on the same day. And they've traveled Thursday, and then wrestle again Thursday, the next day and then tra- and then leave that night. That's bullshit. They give them themselves a whole day. They'll probably leave Thursday, get there Friday, have to wrestle. Oh, that's not what you wrestle said. Wrestle Saturday, first. leave. I know. I'm just being over exaggerated. But oh, well, I took Still it literally. Two days. It. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah, still just a two-day thing, though. The tickets just went still, on sale today. If they're doing all this for gender and just to be so he's the champion there, you know. Well, he but ain't getting think, views like, from them even, people. Let's just think about the, the the TV leading up to, or leading from November. I mean, almost two months are going to go by for both brands. So we're going to go from major pay-per-view to major pay-per-view, a, a combined pay-per-view to combined pay-per-view with nothing in the middle. Yep. That's why I don't understand what they're doing right now because 
okay, they they got they got their cat at the top gender, they building him. But that's a raw that's a raw brand tour. That's not a SmackDown got their own tour going on. That's just raw going over for just a few days. So Raw is going to India? Yes, that's a raw brand tour. That's why I keep asking and telling people, stop saying that. <laughs> this India tour Come on, man. taking everybody. That's just wrong, man. Come on, man. I've been saying that uh, from the beginning. That's not, that's not true. That's not true. It, Come on now. I'm looking real, at it right now. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Just wrong. They did a little pose him with Roman Reigns, um, Finn Balor, and all them over there. It's a raw brand tour, or whatever they want to call it. Two-day trip. That everybody keeps saying, and that man is not even popular. Any YouTube thing for him can't even get 30,000 views. The person who was popular was the girl from the May Young classes that's still building up yeah. stuff. That's almost at two million views, uh, at least at uh, one point five. Oh no, no, her was didn't at even four point one million views. Uh, see, months a month ago. So, and see, and they ain't even signed her. That's who they should have signed if they wanted to get on in India. He ain't. But she's not. He ain't getting no nothing. That's why I had to laugh. Um, I was uh, when um, Greg them did the little Sunday night show, and they had that dude Joe, and he said, "Yeah, you got to keep pushing gender. You put all this money on him. You got to you got to run through everybody and sacrifice everybody for him." I said, "That's not no. That don't make big uh, good business sense. <laughs> if you ain't got, if he ain't bringing in two million views from over there in India, uh, subscribers." You got to ditch that plan because if you burn everybody, who do you have <laughs> to go along with? Wow, old girl is wearing the uh, DIY shirt. Don't do it, Johnny. Don't do it, Johnny. She is sexy. She is sexy. He said, nope. he said he wasn't gonna he fall right for back it. Oh, he put right back on it, boy. Oh, I like Alma. I like Alma. He's good. He's really good. He's got a unique style to him. Then I, I, I think we getting AJ. We're gonna get AJ, uh, joining Shane to go against Kevin Owens and um, Sami Zayn. We're gonna get what? Hmm. Again, AJ and Shane. AJ, fans. AJ and Shane going against um, Kevin Owens and um, Sami Zayn. They probably gonna start beating them up next week because of this. Comments he made about them on Talking Smack. Oh, yeah, Shane oh, yeah. ain't gonna be there for they a few weeks. Yeah, he went real hard. So mm-hmm. you know, Shane ain't gonna oh, probably be there for a few weeks. Oh no, I saw Talking Smack after Ooh. the pay per view. Wait, that's the only Talking Smack they have. So yeah, no, yeah. yeah, that's the only one they had. He was the last person on the on there. Oh, the interview. He was talking cash money shit to him. Damn, twice. You out. And then let Shane yeah. come and um be the big baby face and make the um save um the one of those times when they beating up AJ. Yeah, that's a wrap, dog. Tony is out. 
glad they doing something with this young man. They took them suspenders off him, gave him a mouthpiece. Wow. Then you might get the Bludgeon Brothers against um, New Day, potentially. Let them um, go ahead and beat up Fashion Files. Then New Day come for the save. Bludgeon Brothers. So, Darrell, you don't have a problem with them um, going from basically like the last time we saw them, I think they were fighting each other on pay-per-view. Now they come back as a team. Yeah. Then one of these old school gimmicks. <laughs> one of these old school 1990 games. Yeah. They're like ripping <laughs> off the ascension, ripping off the Road Warriors. It's weird. What do you mean? They I don't got hammers, understand though. what. <laughs> not going to use those hammers. <laughs> they got the Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're uh, not going to swing. Blacksmith hammers. Sure. I, I see if you be real heels, then you find a way to use those hammers to get yourself wins. To be a heat or something, but you know, WWE don't do that no more. They don't do stuff like that no more. That's why I don't understand some of this stuff, um, some of the booking and stuff. They driving everybody to talk about this two day, this two day trip. <laughs> That's a raw brand trip. So when SmackDown go on their tour, they champion ain't gonna be there. So they gonna have to finish, I guess, with a. You had, I know they ain't going to put Baron Corbin by himself in the main event to finish the shows with the U.S. title. So that's why you'll get the AJ versus Kevin Owens and on Sami Zayn. A wrestling one of them too, because hopefully that might be the biggest angle that you have going on on SmackDown. What do you, I'm like, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I, I wonder, like, you guys were talking about, like, Sammy not being a heel, I wonder what they're going to do with Sammy, like, I'm really interested now, like, is he going to keep playing, keep smiling, like, is he just going to kind of maybe have Kevin Owens back in the peripheral, like, what's he really going to do, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I didn't change, you people changed. Huh? Yeah, and then yeah, he came out there, I know he was still dancing. But he yeah, but he this is definitely a little cocky. Yeah. I think he a number two heel in SmackDown right now behind Kevin Owens. <sighs> Corbin three. Mm. Where 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 mm-hmm. where's Jinder Mahal? Where's he champion? <laughs> Five maybe. Five maybe. Five, maybe. You seen my list? Maybe. Right. Yeah. You go. Oh, is Epico and them still around? Oh, then yeah, five, I guess. Oh. I didn't really want to put the Usos there, but if I have to put them there, then they number two, and Sammy three, Corbin four, gender five. None of the women, no no Carmella, no Natty? Nah, nah. No. Nah. Then I'll be listening to other shows. People keep talking about um, they should have oh. Emma. Upset, um, Oscar. Man, if they don't. That's what they were saying. That's what who was saying? That's what you were saying. 
That ain't that ain't him. I wasn't saying that shit. Oh, you not saying it in that context? You saying they should just they should push Emma in general? No, no, no. I'm saying Emma's a good fit for to be the first. I said you can't have Bailey or Sasha losing on Emma on at Oscar oh, losing night one. So Emma has to be like it's a good work, it's a good match because she's good and she can wrestle. She'll bring give give Oscar some work, but ultimately she's just there to to do the job. Yeah, no. I don't. <laughs> Sorry if I came across it. I want Emma to fuck no, no. But Emma definitely should oh, no. push in general better than she she has been. Before she got hurt, her and Dana Brooke. That was I think they were doing some good work, and it sucks that she hurt her back. And then uh, brought her back with the botched Emelina stuff, and now she's just you know, spinning her wheels a bit. Lost. That, I, that's why yeah. I understand why never, uh, never left uh, trying to leave because they got stuff so clogged up that you you can't really build nobody. You no longer see number one contender matches, uh, stuff like that, of people refusing to be the number one contender. While you do have a challenger for the champion wrestling him. So you can build up a bunch of guys to go somewhere. You can't do that on Raw because Brock. I don't say you have to show up every show, but at least you can show up every pay per view, and so you can finish feuds. And you can't do that because they holding that spot for Roman. So no story goes nowhere. That's why you have cross dressing Bray and Finn Balor keep going, and you destroying two guys with one long feud. Now you got this man cross-dressing with a bag over his face and digitally posing. You got this other cat selling for this dude who got a bag on his face. <laughs> I mean, you're only just uh, anybody oh, else. One guy really was you know, he's already out of there if we're talking about Bray. So, but one guy. Yeah, fair. You got that. Then you got... Right. Um, Two day India tour dictating SmackDown top top of the scene, and, and that ain't even a SmackDown it. tour. Wait, I got All right, man, we there. get it. Everybody's gonna give fifty cents, so <laughs> that's half a billion dollars. Darrell, what you talking about? Two days, so you get half a billion dollars twice. That's a cool billion. They gotta figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go to India every that's fucking weekend. That's dreaming. Print money like that. You yeah. need to go there every cool. <laughs> every weekend then. Yeah, rack that up. Right? Rack okay. it up, rack it up, rack it up. <laughs> <laughs> Telling me, all right. Well, I'm just saying, though, it's just nowhere to go. Um, I know y'all were talking about Braun Strowman them. Two weeks, for two weeks, Braun was beating up Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose by itself. Now, if you if you lose to the Shield when you got three other guys and he's a monster among men, you already had him lose quick against uh, – to Brock in that quick finish move, and he was the hottest thing you had going for a while. You really cooling him all the way off if he lose at TLC, even if they knock him out the like, match. But all he got to do is, you know, one Superman move and he'll get his heat back, though. He just got to, like, drop a truck on somebody or something. He'll be all right. He's supposed to lose. But think about guy. it. That's what they were trying to do. That's what they were just trying to do by having him beat Seth and Dean. Well, I mean, if you say that, like, if they had this as what's going, like, if the Shield were coming back together for a month, him beating Seth and Dean was to get here. To beat Seth and Dean, and that a Shield's back together, now he got Roman in the cage. Like, you know, 
he's building up to the to the to the big fish. And you know what? He's gonna have a great showing, and he should lose. And then again, he'll you know like pick up a sidewalk and slap somebody across the face with it, and then he's back. And I like the nice build to this, um, uh, bringing the shield back since they only have Survivor Series, then they go to the Rumble. So what? They break up in the Rumble and fight each other again. So they move Roman. So when Roman win the Rumble, hopefully he'll get cheered and his shield brothers will come out there and lift his arms up, and they'll be the one to pass the torch or endorse him this time. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, really, like, yeah, like, there's, I mean, somebody's going to I see the con. You know how it goes. Yeah, I see the con. I see it. You see the plot? And I don't know. <laughs> I see it. Yep, it's the con. I see it. <laughs> but I guess they're going to have to start building for the Rumble uh, after TLC, huh? Because we know Survivor Series is, is going to be really about them Survivor Series matches which I feel like you only should have one because it get played out after one or two of those matches and everything fighting for nothing. No, you're not excited to see that cruiserweight, uh, cruiserweight Survivor Series match with Hell no. five random guys on each side, uh, quick rapid fire elimination. And, uh, it's gonna and be, uh, the match going to be five gonna be minutes. A... Look, yes. yeah, I was just about yes, to say it's going to be, it's going to be one sole survivor, 10, Nine pinfalls and the match gonna go less than six minutes. <laughs> no, they can have that. I just want to know if Brock gonna be a Survivor Series and at the Rumble, who the two guys you building up for him to take on for the title? Mm-hmm. Then come back These with the questions that I asked. Yeah. I mean, you can come back with 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 Joe in either of those spots if he's you know obviously if he's healthy enough. Um, that means you got to bring Brock on some um, shows, but I think they said he only booked for Survivor Series and the Monday night. He not even booked the Monday night before, or I think he booked for the one before Survivor Series or the one after. He don't have no more bookings until the Rumble. I guess you have to bring him in a couple of Monday nights so you can build up an angle. But still, you got to build yep. somebody up. You know, not really. Oh, 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 down. it's going to be Finn Balor in one of those spots. That's right. Which is another reason why I don't understand the Bray Wyatt stuff. Like, why, how is, I meant to bring that up to Wade on Monday. Like, how is this, if that's the rumored matchup this fall, so presumably at Survivor Series, how is this eight weeks out? Why is he goofing around with Bray Wyatt? And do you get the Demon Finn the first match, or do they build for two? Yeah, well, I said I I did ask that. I said, what does he paint his whole body? You know, paint Demon Demon paint. Like, what's he? Because he left. Like, now I know what I have to do. Like, well, what's what's next? And I just feel like you can't fight um, the guy who done went full retard, or better yet, not full retard, but full cross-dresser. You can't fight that guy. You can't fight that guy. Well, I disagree, but okay. I don't think you can fight that guy and come back. 
he cross dress and he and he give you a, and it's a fifty fifty match. First off, he hasn't. Not we don't know. I mean, even him. if he does, so what? But he hasn't. He's done the weird thing with the old timey pantyhose on his head. But you know, it hasn't come out and wrestled in a dress. I listened to her words. I listened to her words. She said she took over Bray. You ain't getting Bray. You getting Sister Abigail. So. She got to come out there with some type of old robes on, old handmade robes. <laughs> I'm I'm crying, dog. I, I oh boy, you killing me right now. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm just saying, she got to come out there with some handmade robes on. So you let this handmade, the handmade robes person, um, even get fifty percent on you, like you like, wow, come on now, I can't, you can't deal with that. Still, she's still inhabiting a 280-pound body that can do athletic things. Ain't like all of a sudden he get beat by a 150-pound deal. I don't see the Mack truck running like a Mack truck with a skirt on. Meh, all right. Man, we're just getting into I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just boys. I'm just, I'm just saying, though. You know what I'm saying? It just pr- – <laughs> It's just crazy booking how they just booking everything right now. Like, I don't mind the shield coming back. I don't mind you doing the Sister Abigail thing. But if you thought that was creative, uh, auto-tuning his voice over or whatever, like, uh, did he put the thing on his neck like old buddy used to on the little music videos who used to be playing the piano for Snoop then? I don't um. I don't see that uh, working. I don't see how you could do that. It's not you talking about the auto tune tube that goes in your mouth, not in your neck. Yeah, the wrong shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I was, first, I thought he was talking about Kane and like you know the well, voice back. Put the I, thing I to his neck. Yeah. But he said attached to his neck. Like what kind of robot shit you yeah, got? No, Roger Chapman put the tube in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> They got me all confused, man. I I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I just want to see how he's going to come out. I just want to see how he's going to come out. Like, is he going to be in full dress and drag? You know, that's going to be the most interesting thing to me. So that'll be the most interesting thing of that night. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I, okay. <laughs> we out of here, man. we we'll talk to you. <laughs> Hi, girl. Yep. I didn't know how to wrap that up in any kind of <laughs> non awkward way. So best to just sheesh. Um Yeah, that's it. That does it for us. Um Yeah, Rich and I <clears throat> will be by in a bit or you know, for you folks listening on delay, we'll be by just click over. Uh, so that does it for us here on the live portion. Appreciate everybody's time and energy. Uh, thanks, Cam, and I'm, I guess I'll be seeing you tomorrow. Should I just come through, like, what, 6, 6.30? I probably won't be home by the day at the gym, but I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Shit. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about going forward. If that's the case, are you, do you have the same Thursday schedule that you have on Tuesday, or you have to – well, no, obviously. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing, but it'll probably be off. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'd rather, if we could, yeah. just knock it out. I'd just come through at the work. I just yeah. don't want to be keeping y'all up because I have to watch it all over again. So Or watch it yeah. once. And, so, all right, we'll figure it out. No need for Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Uh, again, you VIPers, click over to Rich and myself. Got some interesting topics to talk about. Um, so yeah, so until next time, we out of here.